I'm Sarah. I'm Jake. And we invite you to join us on the Gotham Knights Watch podcast for a weekly recap and discussion of the CW show Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights follows Bruce Wayne's adopted son and his unlikely friends who are accused of killing the Cape Crusader. The world's greatest detective may be gone, but we will dig up any clues that we can along the way. Help us solve this mystery and tune in to the Gotham Knights Watch podcast. In 2013, the Evil Dead was riding high again off the strength of Fede Alvarez's requel, or legacy sequel, called The Evil Dead, and also the promise of a TV show on Showtime, I believe, uh, that would premiere a couple years later, Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Oh, stars, that's right. And plans were made to make several sequels and spinoff series, including a sequel to the requel, a sequel to Army of Darkness, and then a conjoined sequel to the requel and Army of Darkness, in addition to the TV show. All that fell apart. <laughs> Even though the requel did perform pretty well, uh, it didn't light the world on fire, and neither did the TV show, even though that was fucking brilliant. So basically, over the next several, I guess, decade, Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell, and the crew kept trying to get another Evil Dead movie off the ground and kept struggling until last year when they finally got Evil Dead Rise greenlit and funded with director Lee Cronin, who's best known for The Hole, I guess. Hole? Which one? Oh. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, who had worked with Sam Raimi on a web series, a horror web series, and they hit it off. And he said, this guy's going to be the director of the new Evil Dead movie. So they made an Evil Dead movie that uh, the big innovation is that they took the Evil Dead out of the cabin in the woods and medieval times and brought it into the modern day into the big city so evil dead rise is a evil dead go to the city story uh starring a bunch of australian actors shot in new zealand and edited and done post-production in ireland where lee cronin is from and uh and then it premiered in america just a couple days ago and of course colin matt and myself rushed out to the movies on opening night to see this uh, new sequel to one of our favorite franchises, and we dragged Alex Parslow with us, and now we're here to tell you all about it today on License to Watch. That was just another pointless sequel that didn't have to be made. That's true. Everything you said is true. Um, except, was, it might have been Cinemax? No, it it might have, We don't know. We have, there's, there's no way for us to know or verify what channel Ash vs. Evil Dead was on. But whatever it was, you guys should have been watching it. It was pretty good. I'm not entirely sure it's important for us to know which channel it was on. Well, for the, the listeners, Colin. Oh, right. In case they want to check it out I'm for themselves. So, uh, I'd like to apologize. I know that's the reason I didn't watch list. it is because it was a channel that I didn't have at the time. Yeah, and I can't re- remember where I watched it because I clearly watched it on something where 
I had a subscription to some streaming service that happened to have it on, and I was like, oh, that looks interesting, and then I was delighted to find out that it was, in It was fact, Pornhub. Interesting. Yes, it was <laughs> <laughs> season three of Ash vs. Evil Dead on Pornhub. <laughs> uh, you mentioned that Alex Parzo is joining us, and guess what? Alex Parzo is joining us. Here but you're going to have to take our word for us because he's not mic'd up, and he's not going to say anything. <laughs> he's refusing to speak. <laughs> hey, That's Alex. right. I'm definitely not here. <laughs> Taking a vow of silence. <laughs> for the podcast. Terrible. You know, like the the worst part about a vow of silence is that you can't podcast effectively. Yeah. Uh, that's what they say. <laughs> so this was this was the first of a few um episodes we have coming up soon where we're actually like doing this quick turnaround thing. Well, it's because there's a lot of um, sequels to movies that we have covered in f- as franchises that we have to cover, and we all agreed that when a new movie came out in a franchise, we would all immediately go out to the theaters and watch it, including Magic Mike, which I was the only fucking person who saw that goddamn okay, movie. Okay, that's the not theater. our fault. That movie failed, and it was only in theaters for like It was in theaters for like a month. You guys kept on telling me that I had to go see it. We live in Los Angeles, movie Mecca, and it was impossible to see that movie in theaters. Yeah, it was out of theaters pretty quick. But I told you guys I was going to see it, and nobody else did. Wait, the latest one? And I told you guys that it was pretty good. The latest one, yes. With with Selma Hayek? Yeah. That had a weird trailer. Like It almost didn't feel like a Magic Mike movie to me. It looked like... All about Sama Hayek and I guess what's his name dancing for her like that was like it had m- quite a bit to do with that yes uh, <laughs> yes it was definitely a different Magic Mike I, movie. I think although if you've if you've studied the sequel as I have it kind of was a little more it a little closer to Magic Mike XXL but it was the most PG rate let's just do the Magic Mike XXL or the Magic Mike uh, right now you know, last dance podcast right now me and Matt actually went to Magic Mike the first one we went and saw something else like an animated movie. And then Matt was like, hey, you want to just walk into one of these other theaters? Is that what we movies head like that? that? Are you confessing to a crime right in this podcast? <laughs> well, no, Matt did it. I was, I was like, no, Matt, that's a crime. No, I'm going to go out and pay for my ticket. I'll see you inside. Yeah. <laughs> it's a childhood pastime of mine to sneak into a movie uh, after seeing a movie that you paid for. And it's uh, it saddens me every day that this is a thing that... It's a, uh, it's a childhood really pastime to commit crimes. For pa- yeah. It's a childhood pastime of mine never to sit in a movie theater for more than like two and a half hours tops. Oh, for shame. Yeah. It could still be done. We yeah, went but to there's too many seat reserving uh, situations. <laughs> yeah. Basically, I, I, the only way you could yeah. do it is to go sneak into a movie that's been out for a long time. Yeah. yeah. That nobody is in. Or just we, no one wants to see. Yes, that's you true. can only see bad movies. Yeah. Like we, Magic Mike 3. <laughs> What's it called? Magic Mike. Last Rides dance. again. We uh, walked into dance. Magic Mike. I won't say if we paid or not. <laughs> He's backing up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, it was. We were literally like the only two men in there. Like all the seats were wet. We couldn't find any place to sit. <laughs> <laughs> and there, there were, there were, there, and I've never been in a room with so much squealing in my life. Uh-huh. There was. So I have. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you worked at a pig farm. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it was an indoor pig farm. All the pigs were yeah, just in one room. You just move them from room to Guys, room. Guys, stop moving around and squealing so much. It was cute, but the smell was horrendous. <laughs> yeah, he took over an office building, and he was like, this is a pig farm. Yeah. We'll yeah. just move them from room to room. Slop pig, them. Pig it was farm actually rise. Office Max. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, a closed office max. Yeah, it used to be office max. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but yeah, was there anything more to that story that I'm forgetting? <clears throat> um, you guys loved it. Yeah, no, I, remember I remember we had a lot of looks at, to each other, like 
with the face of like, can you believe this? Like, can you believe how hard I am right <laughs> now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm discovering so much about myself. Can you believe how wet For some my reason, seat is? the front of Matt's seat was wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the back. <laughs> I, I I remember the female audience. That's the, the I remember thinking the story wasn't very good. Like they focused on the like a little bit the wrong things. I feel like they probably got it right with XXL. They got rid of that main guy. Yeah, who was like he should never have been there to <laughs> boy, begin with. Boy, do you have this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what they learned from XXL, what they learned in XXL was they looked at that the audience of the first movie and they were like, oh, we were making some weird little indie thing about this dancer who's got deeper aspirations, and really we should have just been making. Beefcake song exactly, and dance movie. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's what that that's what I figured. Yeah. The oh, first well, movie. The, yeah, that's definitely the, what they did. It was a worse. It's definitely a much worse movie. But I, the first one wasn't good. I know it was directed by oh, Steven Soderbergh, but it's, I, didn't I think, think it was I good. think it's one of his best movies. Really? I think yeah, you're, no, you're, we, you're dead we, wrong. We all it's, agreed that yeah, it was the good. First one's I good. thought the plot with a bunch of like criminal shit going on was like just like a stereotypical Hollywood movie plot forced into like a, a stripper. I don't remember exactly. Of, you don't remember because it was steals, a lot of criminal shit. I just money, remember it being or he about. Lo- he loses his backpack full of drugs. Yeah. Like, oh, wait, yeah, isn't it his little brother subplot. or something? Like it's not him or wait, it's somebody else. No, it's like the, it's like the kid that he takes under his wing. It's yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. What's, but what's, what's and, that uh, and, the, and that, whoever the main actor was, I can't remember his name, but he's kind of famous still, right? Is he? No. Well, he was back for a while. No, no. They they brought him back. They brought everybody else back except for like the main guy in that movie. No, and and not Matthew Oh, yeah, Matthew didn't come back. But um, the main actor, the the, the main character that you follow in that movie did not come back. And he's one of the weaker points. But he's not really the main character you follow. He's just sort of the entree. You see the movie It's Magic Mike's movie. He's a plot device. Well, didn't we research research that that actor, uh, whose name I forget, and Channing Tatum did not get along in real life. Oh. And it's like, you could kind of see it in the movie, you know, yeah. it's like, and then uh, that's obviously why they didn't have him back. They were just yeah. like, let's do another one without that guy. He sucked. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, we digress. Evil Dead Rise is a movie that we were talking about. Yeah. There's no stripping in this one. Nah. Should we just get the plot summary out of the way? So yes, oh, because sure. we're, okay. So we're not watching along. Usually we have the movie on mute in the background. Uh, not for us to enjoy, which we commonly do, but also as a guide and to you know keep, keep the show moving and to give us a sense of time. Usually uh, we wrap up kind of when the, when the movie wraps up. Today, we don't have that luxury. Uh, we just have to stare at each other's gaunt, sickly faces and, uh, <laughs> and, um, and reminisce about this movie that we saw three days ago. There's, always, there's already been far more eye contact than I am used to or prepared for in a podcast. That's true. It's, very it's mainly from Colin's cat. It's been very disturbing. Um, <laughs> He's staring into the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Much well, like the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Definitely seeing a, a spirit that we don't see there. Um, cool. So right. wait, who's doing the... Colin's got to do the uh, okay. oh, summary. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you ready, Colin? Yeah. Got to put two minutes on the clock. This has to be accurate, though, because it's going to be our guide for the rest of the episode, so don't screw it up. Yeah, we're going to refer to it constantly. Are you ready? Yep. Go. All right, the movie starts with a drone shot that is similar to the evil moving through the woods that we've seen in other Evil Dead movies. But it turns out it's a drone, and it's like these kids who are out in the woods. And then the one girl is like, I don't like you, you suck, you're like a douchey guy. And she goes inside, she talks to her friend, the female friend, and the female friend, clearly under the influence of the evil, she tries to kill her. Cut to three days earlier, so the movie begins with its epilogue. Uh, we see a, a nice family, uh, two sisters reuniting um, 
in an apartment building and they there's some kids they send them out for pizza they come back with the pizza there's an earthquake the earthquake opens a perfect man-sized hole for the kid to drop in he finds a necronomicon he also finds some records with it and he's a dj so he just like starts spinning and he's like oh this is some evil shit he unleashes the evil he was really into it and then once the evil gets his mom she starts doing evil stuff and he's not so into it anymore then the evil gets the sister because the mom licks the tattoo gun and then gets the sister with the tattoo gun to transfer the evil uh because she's got blood all over blood in her mouth all that stuff you know so they're both evil they're fighting them the neighbors are fighting them everybody's getting real evil and then uh it ends up the they all form into one big monster like all of them together by like just like you know handing each other and like humping each other and like they just form one big mass of like evil flesh and that thing pursues the sister and the youngest daughter until they put that thing in a wood chipper and that that just blood everywhere and there's a buick and then uh we see that the um one of the neighbors was the girl from the beginning is really good, Colin. And <laughs> also, your description of how they combine into one big thing probably sounds like gibberish to our audience, but it was the most accurate way of describing what happened there. You also forgot to mention that the voice on one of the records is the voice of Bruce Campbell telling them not to uh, not to release the demons. I didn't know that. Oh, really? Yeah, I, think yeah, I didn't realize. One, yeah, it's the voice that yells. It's called The Book of a, the Dead for a Reason. Yeah, because there was a lot of distortion on those um, mm-hmm. records. Yeah, so let's get into it. Yeah, it, I thought the opening was interesting. So the opening shot, obviously, is that one you mentioned of the the drone doing yes. the Sam Raimi thing where it's yep. flying through the woods, which is yep. really cool. Over then, lake, through the woods, everything. It's a really cool shot. Yeah, then we reveal these, like, douchey teenagers or whatever, and it's like a cabin. But the, even the cabin was cool looking. It was, like, triangular. A-frame. Yeah, A-frame, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it was, you know, so right away it's, like, it's telling you, like, this is not, going to be like what you know right this is different it doesn't look like that like it was telling me that it was going to be exactly what we i was getting that like i was actually had this moment where i was like wait i thought this took place in a city because and it was so cliche like it was very much leaning into like the douchebag guy and he's there with a girl who doesn't want to be at the cabin and then her friend is sick and we're kind of like oh okay but it dropped us right into this thing and it's basically it's playing up all the cliches of this story because it is kind of a cold open. See, I'm know? watching it and I'm like, okay, where are they going with this? Like, obviously, this is not what the movie is. Like, how is this going to connect to the larger story? Yeah. You know, I didn't think that it would be uh, take place a couple days before. I thought they were going to do something clever where, like, you know, they die in the water, right, in that lake. Like, mm-hmm. maybe I thought they were going to cut to, like, blood, like, going down a stream. And then you see the stream, like, going into, like, the L.A. River. And then it, like, goes to, and, like, yeah. makes it to this building somehow. That would have been cool, I thought. Uh, it's got you got to have the book. I see. I also think this one captured much more original Evil Dead uh, vibes and theme than the 2013 one did. Especially so when we first encounter this little this young woman infected with the evil, she starts uh, reading Wuthering Heights. For the other girl who's actually trying to read Wuthering Heights, which is like the evil just like doing weird shit like that. Yeah, it's well that read. Cool. That was a good gag. It's yeah. it's much more like the what the evil does when it possesses 
people in the older Evil Dead movies to me. Because in the in the 2013 one, the evil just made you like violent. Um, in this one, the evil makes you fucking weird and violent. Yeah, the evil kind of has a sense of humor again in this yeah. one a little bit. Yeah, and also, what is weathering? What does it mean? Like, how could I weather myself? Like, or do I? Can I weather? That's a personal. Is it issue. a verb? <laughs> yeah. Does, yeah. Does anyone yeah, know? No, that describes the heights. They are very weathering. They're you know if you okay, go, so if it's you an go adjective. There, you will get weathered. But like, what uh, what else have I seen in my life that was like weathering or weathered or or? Well, you know, like if you go if the heights, if you go to the heights, they're weathered. So oh, it's like. pretty clear you guys don't know the answer <laughs> to my question. <laughs> I think it's like vertigo. The, the weather is bad. Up there. Vertigo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's raining. There's so lightning. How's, how's the know, weather the up weather. there? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the whole book is Dear like. God, some guy yelling what does it mean, Colin? How's the weather up Weathering, there? Weathering, adjective, northern English, parentheses, of weather, characterized by strong winds. Uh, that's oh, so the most disappointing. See, I told you. It's the weather. So Example, it's, it's a weathery heights. day on it's, the moors today. It's basically just weathered spelled wrong. Y- yeah, so yeah. if it was made and took place in America, they would call it weathering heights. Right? Or they weathered call, heights. They probably call windy heights. It sounds like it would be windy yeah. heights. It's Ugh. just called windy fucking day. That's the name. <laughs> I'm under the impression that it cannot take place in America because the weathering itself is too crucial to the story. It's too British. Yeah. Yeah. British. Windy rooftop if it were LA. Just, yeah. 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 That would be the LA version. Mm. Windy rooftop. And that just you know doesn't what? have nearly as much prestige. You know. You know what has a lot of wind that makes for a great story. Your butt? A twister. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Wait, side note. Have you Remember we talked about Twisters, the sequel that's coming yes. out? So there's a sequel to Twister coming out called Twisters. Great title. Um, too late, maybe? Like, how, how long ago? <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> Don't you so ever say anything negative When it was first this. announced, they said it was going to be, Helen Hunt was going to return, and it was going to focus on her daughter, her and Bill Paxson's, uh, daughter, and yes. she was still going to be in the movie and whatever. Yeah, but then they changed their mind as they started making the movie. They were like, "Nah, no Helen Hunt, no reference <sighs> to the old people from the first movie, just new characters." And now they're already in it, so it's like it's like they got greenlit based off this idea, and then they changed it. <sighs> wait, wait, for the worst, because that's what they did with um, that Robin Hood movie with Russell Crowe. I feel like I've talked about this on this podcast. You might. So have. I apologize. But, but, he, but don't the, worry, the, podcast listeners. He does this in normal life, too. It's every day with him. The, the talking Robin about Hood Russell Crowe, Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you, once again, <laughs> that the script w- w- was called Nottingham. And it was passed around Hollywood. It was like literally on the blacklist. It was one of the hottest scripts of that year. It was all about Robin Hood from Nottingham's perspective. And he was the star. And it was like a grayer version of Nottingham. And then they greenlit really Wait, the sheriff of Nottingham, you mean? Yeah. Oh, you said Robin Hood of Nottingham. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I Robin met, Hood the, I met the villain. Okay. The villain, yeah. right? Sheriff Nottingham. Right. It's all about his perspective. He was the protagonist. Mm-hmm. And and they greenlit that. The studio greenlit that. They, they signed Russell Crowe on to be, I'm pretty sure, the sheriff of Nottingham. And then, like, right before production, they said, fuck it, scrap it. Let's just make another Robin Hood movie. You're playing Robin Hood now, Russell Crowe. And they, oh. they switched it all at the last minute. And the movie came out, and it's, I thought it sucked. I mean, it was really bland. And I just thought, like, you, everybody was on board up until the last minute with this whole new version and idea. I wonder why they did that. They just I lost faith I, I, in I, the idea. No pro- it was probably, just like, a marketing sack. thing. It was probably, like, this is, we need Robin Hood. Where it's, they wanted to play it safe, is my guess. Yeah. But Remember I, that pitch you had for, um, like, a Talking Pigs Robin Hood movie called Naughty Ham? <laughs> 
That's that was that's just terrible. That was <laughs> only the worst. Alex liked it. No, he he laughed nervously because he didn't know what else to do because that was such a bad bad a naughty bad. ham. He's a, he's a he's a little ham. He's getting well, naughty. The sheriff in in Robin Hood Men in Tights is the, is the sheriff of Rottingham. Yeah, oh. I know. and I liked that movie and watched it so much when I was a kid that I th- I didn't get that that was a joke. I thought that's actually what the character's name was, the Sheriff of Rottingham. <laughs> uh, Dave Chappelle is like one of the main characters. I always forget yeah. that. Yeah, he's a, yeah. a chew. A chew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but going hey, back, Lincoln. <laughs> Did you say Abe Lincoln? <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> I, I don't have a, an anecdote, but I, I happened to talk to one of the producers of Twisters. Oh really? But I, I, she hasn't she hasn't said much about her experience. Just other there in oh. Oklahoma and a, a few other places. And Oklahoma is, um, you know, like Twister Central in the United States. Yeah. yeah, didn't it just get ravaged like recently? Weren't there some bad tornadoes? Probably. You could probably say that at any time. It happens every year. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, and I, I spent time in OKC a couple of years ago. I actually thought it was really nice. Nobody ever talks about Oklahoma. But I'm I. I've been many times. I've been more. I've been to Oklahoma more times than the whole rest of the room combined. I'm pretty sure. What do you do in Oklahoma? Oh, <laughs> I mean, twisters. Besides, start a cult. Twister ride. Woo. My, my, uh, my grandparents uh, both, when I was young, lived in Oklahoma in two different parts of Oklahoma. Uh, so I've been to um, many places in Oklahoma. Well, we don't have to talk about it too much, but it just was also ranked one of the most affordable cities to live in in the United States by a large margin. Yeah. Which, what state you mean? Or okay, what, what? Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma. <laughs> Oklahoma City in Oklahoma. Oh, okay. I thought you were o- just o- referring to the state of Bring Oklahoma. Bring it on, you cheap bastards. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say I've been to Tulsa more than uh, Tulsa Oklahoma is even City. supposed to be cooler, but maybe not quite as affordable. Uh, I mean, I hear Oklahoma's okay. I watched um, the entirety of Tulsa King, so I know exactly what you did. Like. Yeah, I did. Oh, why? Just so why? you do the bet or something? <laughs> oh, did you guys watch Beef? Oh, I watched uh, the first yeah. episode, but I haven't I've been watching quite a bit of Beef. I watched like three or four episodes. It's good. Do you guys good. like People it? You should watch it. I like it. I only watched the first episode. I don't. I don't think yeah. I should judge. I watched you. the whole thing like normal yeah. people right away when it came out. Yeah, <laughs> I, a lot of people. Yeah, no, no, I can't do that because it, it was giving me too much anxiety because there's so much conflict in Beef. Yes, it's it called was, beef. It's a yeah. lot. Of, a lot of stories have a lot of conflict. Yeah, yeah. No, so but this would have this would had like the kind of conflict that makes me on edge. Yeah, I can only watch it's, like one or two episodes at a time. And then Harris I to, like, is like, "There's so many out. Asian people in this." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. There's a lot of Asian people in it. I thought that was cool. Honestly, uh, the conflict between the woman and her husband makes me more tense than the conflict between her and the the. Uh, me too. The husband guys. is hilarious, and also yeah. his outfits are all. Great. Yes. <laughs> like there's yeah. like the whoever does the, the wardrobe for that show is is doing a you know, like God's work truly. It's very, very well done. Um I yeah. love that dynamic that he's from this like artsy fartsy family. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And he's like never worked a day in his life. Yeah. <laughs> Eight twenty four. They're doing TV now. I don't know how long they've been doing TV because I haven't been paying attention to I think this is only their first or second TV show that everybody's getting into TV. They're yeah. just in today's day. I hear TV's going to be huge. You had an opportunity <laughs> to say just 4A right there, TV. and you didn't take it. I don't understand why. 4A is a really nice word. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> what? So, what Foray. was your original comment that that got us on? Oh, Twisters, Twisters. and how they changed it. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. are we talking about on this know. podcast? <laughs> it's not even This dead. is a really good question. We don't it's have a movie Robin to guide us. <laughs> it's kind of twisters, maybe. <laughs> well, here's something. Here's something. You forgot to mention in your in your recap. In the in the uh, cold open, uh, we see 
the guy's face get ripped off, uh, or someone's face gets ripped off. No, the, the girl gets scalped. She gets yeah. scalped. Yeah, but what happens to the dude? And she he comes gets, the 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 drone, drone the she, propellers. She, yeah, the the, yeah. the girl comes out and and he tries. To, uh, she grabs the drone and smashes it into the dude's face. But that's already after. Is that after he goes in the water? Because he dives in the no, she smashes into her own face. Yeah, she yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah and then he the dies in to save her, and then you just see blood, and he's yeah, dead. Yeah, right? yeah. Or she throws his yeah. head, but yeah, then she, she comes up out. out of the water, and his head is still like gasping for air. And then she rises out of the water. Rises, she rises. She's dead, and she rises along with the graphic of the title of the film, which is one of the cooler shots. It was uh, very cool. It was very cool of the movie. It gets you right, right in it. I do. I I think that the. One of the things that worked in this movie was how ridiculous and over the top the gore is. It's very realistic, which is very similar to the 2013 version of like really realistic, nasty gore. But it was, whereas that one kind of made me squeamish all the time because it was so realistic and it was so grim. This one is kind of like silly. Like at later, she bites the guy's eye out and spits it into another guy's oh, mouth and he chokes possible. on it. Yeah. And it's <laughs> so like, it's so funny, even though it looks really graphic and kind of real. It's like the whole premise of everything is hilarious. And they established that right at the beginning. Like I said, I feel like they're setting up the beginning to be like, it's another Evil Dead movie, Cabin in the Woods. Like if you went into it not having seen the trailer, knowing nothing about it, you'd be like, oh, this shit again. And all the characters are cliches. But then they sort of do the twist where they bring it into the city. But I do think that the kills in that cabin part are all awesome. Like the scalping and mm-hmm. the, the girl like butchering herself with the freaking drone and the guy's head when it flies out and it's like sitting there like the jaw is still moving and making yeah. noise and stuff. I thought that was all like top notch. I was like, oh good, this is going to be like ridiculous and over the top, you know. I, I thought even right down to the the crazy monster at the end when it when they all like conjoin together and make like a big spider monster, everything looked really practical. I'm sure there's VFX, there's Agreed, VFX and everything, yeah. but like they did a really good job of making everything feel really like in the room, yep. you know. I am sad to say that uh, I did fall asleep uh, for, like, a couple of minutes in the movie. I missed the part where uh, everyone in the hallway got annihilated. Our, our forensic investigation re- revealed that that was only, like, probably maybe two minutes of the movie or something. Probably, you know, not that much. Well, you're talking oh, about eyeballs being spit into mouths. I didn't, didn't see, see that. that. Okay. Nah. Oh, you, he also you revealed one, to but... me in the parking lot that he had, he didn't know what happened with the glass-eating girl at all. Like, he didn't see the glass-eating stuff. I, yeah. Oh. It happened right around the time. same time. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, 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 yep. That was yeah. that was the most disturbing to me. I the think the glass eating. I, I, I fell asleep. That, the oh. throat <laughs> shot where you see it like sliding. Yeah. Oh, that, that was yeah. that was gross. That was almost as bad as a machete through the knee in the uh, in the previous Evil Dead movie. Yeah, overall, I want to say that I feel like this movie delivered for people who want to go see this kind of a movie. Like, totally. I feel like they they like sometimes you go watch a Star Wars movie or probably most of them to me nowadays or lots of movies that come from popular genres with fanboys and fangirls and nerd culture stuff and, and like sometimes you feel like they it's like they don't get it like whoever made this version of the you know this movie like doesn't quite get what it is that people love about this thing mm-hmm. and i felt like the people who made this movie understood evil dead and what people who like evil dead movies would want to see in a movie i felt like the gore was just like harris was saying kind of like gory enough that it would it's shocking but like just fun enough that mm-hmm. it doesn't take the fun out of it you know like and it was original like there was a lot of like original little moments with the the violence and the gore where it's like I've never quite seen that, you know, kind of a gory yeah. moment before. And and 
And uh, and the, they did just about the right amount of like lore and mythos to get you back in, but they didn't overdo it or anything. Because there's really it. not much to it. Yeah, it's there is. Yeah, the book. Necronomicon uh, chainsaw shotgun. Yeah, <laughs> dead people. They uh, did the thing where there's like kind of rules, like someone has to light on fire, someone has to like lose their limbs. They did. Oh, and they did a, like a lot of little open. homages, like when she's getting when she's in the elevator, the mother is in the elevator, and she's first getting possessed. The tree, and, they, yeah. and it's just like the tree branches, which in three previous Evil Dead movies. Had, uh, you know, we'll just say molested uh, the lead, um, but in this one, she uh, she's uh, you know being you know uh, abused by these uh, you know wires Cables. coming out of Cables, the elevator. Yeah. yeah, no molestation in this. Yeah, yeah, no molestation in this one, which is a nice change. Um, kid killing though. Well, yeah, a lot of kid murder. <laughs> we talked about this a little bit the other day, and it was like one of those things that like. You know, you go into these movies and you know that there's certain people that are just like grist for the mill. There's certain characters that you're just like, okay, the handsome next door neighbor and the old man with a shotgun are definitely getting murdered. But then the rest of the cast is like these sisters who we both kind of like and they're ch- and little children, young children who are like, okay, well, all the kids are going to survive, especially when the mother oh. says, save my babies. I'm like, well, none of the kids can die now and they fucking kill everybody. In this they movie. did a that- really great job of sub- subverting our expectations yeah. with that line and by introducing all those hallway hallway kids yeah. who they brutally murder <laughs> and you know it got to the end where i was like i don't even know if the the two surviving the the aunt and the 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 daughter girl, it, sister yeah. and the daughter are gonna make it because like at this point they're clearly cool with killing whoever like they want there's no rhyme or reason to it uh well, i was asking um i guess uh matt was the the daughter the one who eats the glass is she that same uh, actress from uh, Deadpool Two? No. no, I feel like we could just say no, just on the basis of that. That girl isn't in anything. The girl from the—I mean, none of these people from Evil Dead are really in a lot of stuff. Um, you're thinking of um, what's her name? Hildebrand something. Uh, yeah, Brianna. Brianna Hildebrand. She's older. Um, yeah. Well, because they look the same and they look the same age, but I know Deadpool Two did not come out this year. Yes, yeah, she looks the same age as Brianna Hildebrand was like a decade ago. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's yeah, Deadpool two came out what like six years ago. Oh uh, yeah, they yeah. they do look different. They are different people. They are <laughs> they are in fact different. I people. can confirm. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> I can confirm. Let's watch breaking news. Different people. <laughs> I think it's the haircut. It was like the same haircut. I think. Yeah, yeah. they both have a little androgynous thing going on. Was it just but, me, or I mean, I don't want to offend anybody here, but like the. The teenage boy, the DJ boy character, I felt looked very feminine. And he had a I, little androgynous thing going on too. I yeah. was like, the whole time I was like, wait, is that a, is this a girl or a boy? And I was like, wait, is this, is this one of those? Yeah, situations? yeah. Well, it definitely <laughs> seemed like one of those things where, you know, yeah, you'd have to ask the pronouns beforehand. Yeah. Um, yeah. And well, it was kind of like, well, one of the things I thought was interesting is because I liked that it was like, I don't know, I feel like these movies oftentimes, they're trying to cast like the all-American teens, so it's like the handsome white kid who plays football and his black friend, and well, they're you plays know football, yeah, who also plays football, yeah. much like and the, then their stoner the, buddy, and then they're in the, the much art, like the cold open, the artsy girl, and then the yeah. trampy blonde, and you know whatever. And I, I mean, they're trying to like hit a lot of very generic demographics usually, 
and I felt like this was interesting because these actually seemed like people that I know. Like these are like people that I like because they're they've got like tattoos, and there's like the mom is like I guess a tattoo artist. Maybe the the girl is a the sister is like a sound engineer for bands in L. A. And they, they, um, they, it was just like just like a, a family that was specific, and it wasn't the tropes yes. or the stereotypes that you usually see in these movies. Mm -hmm. and yeah. that made it stand out like a middle class, but, lower middle class yeah. type people. They had tattoos, but. Like, seemed like a real family. Yeah, seemed like a real family, and, and although you know, they weren't, um, they, like not a. You maybe don't know guitar techs in your life, or like you right. know women who have two kids who are also tattoo artists, but they seem real. You know what I mean? Right. Even the, even you not knowing a real if person. You, like, why, why do you keep, keep pointing? Why do you keep on a no, I don't know because you're like over there. Because <laughs> Alex Alex is just shaking his head like I don't know those people. <laughs> if right. I turn I this way, it's lots too of far. Single if mothers with tattoos way, and two kids. That's actually if you just look at his hinge profile, that's all he's into. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I'm very specific. Yeah, yeah. single mothers with tattoos and kids. I think the acting was way at least way better than the 2013 version. And the two lead women, the sisters were both really, really good. Let's talk about, let's talk about this cast. Cause I agree that I thought the acting across the board, like maybe some of like the neighbors and stuff weren't that strong, but they all, oh, yeah. those are also tiny parts. But like, I thought the lead women and, and the kids yeah. in the house, I was impressed by all oh, of the, that. The little, the, the youngest kid actor was really good. Cause I hate kid actors. And she right. was like, yeah, he's, good. I mean, Colin doesn't even slow down for them when they're on the crosswalk. But <laughs> this one is that child actors <laughs> hit the gas. I'll say that they're they. How were, do you know they're actors? They were both good as their human characters and their like monster demon counterparts. Like yeah, you know they had fun with being especially the the lead the oh, main the, yeah the mom girl. yeah oh, my the, God. oh the mom as the evil mom delightful is so good. I like I knew from all the posters and stuff she's got that bright red hair that she was going to become the demon and so I was like watching her performance when she was a human and it, she was she was great you it, know she's like relatable and like she was nice you know i want her to be my mom the only thing it was missing is if that the evil was able to split her into two people and she could have been evil mom and good mom in the same scene together acting off each other that would have been great yeah but. i was kind of sad like early <laughs> on she becomes a demon pretty early on i was yeah. like oh that means she's dead i like, like that actress gonna, and that character evil and dead I, yeah <laughs> Yeah, you were looking for like an army of darkness thing, Colin, where it's like, yeah. I'm good, Ash. Enough. One of my favorite <laughs> things bad. about seeing this movie is it's way more open to going in an army of darkness direction than uh, I I think we've, we've I, than I had hoped for, I think, actually. Yeah, I, I would say, like, this will, yeah. So my one, my biggest complaint about this movie, and I did, I did have, I enjoyed the movie a lot, but my biggest complaint was that it lacked the, the Three Stooges goofiness of Army of Darkness and Evil Dead 2, which is, you know, those are my favorite movies in this franchise. And they had, like, such a great sense of humor and, like, wackiness that I... Like, my favorite scenes from all of those is, is like, you know, the scenes where the crazy shit's going on and it kind of, like, almost gets a little meta with its, you know, regarding how weird it's being and how, like, off the wall it is. And this this is still a little too grounded for that. Um, and it would it wouldn't I, have, it wouldn't have fit with this. It would have been weird. But I did like that they had like the demon, like like Colin was saying earlier with the creativity of like the girl reading the Wuthering Heights, even though she's you know on the bed being possessed. And the whole mom thing was like she was always like this kind of schizophrenic zany demon character that I thought was kind of hinted at that kind of fun. There were no laughs in it. I only laughed once. I think something by, one of the neighbors said. I can't remember what the joke was, but. 
I think by the end, it's being very clear that it's willing to get ridiculous because of the wood chipper thing and because, like, it would be scarier if they each individually, like, got up and, like, went after them. You know what I mean? Like, all the people in the hallway. Rather they than were forming all, into some yeah, massive... forming into a monster. That's actually less scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it made it easier for them to escape. It it's was, more disturbing, yeah. yeah, but it's less scary. It was pretty, well, it was pretty cool, though. Uh, what I liked about it was, like, much in the way that I felt like uh, Evil Dead 2 and and even more so Army of Darkness was like a showpiece for like look at these effects that we know how to do. This movie kind of felt like that to me also because like I said earlier the all the gore and and creature effects and everything were very practical. So that it milk f- puke. What did, what did you think about the milk puke? <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um, I, I love the final monster as much as it doesn't make sense like you're saying. It, it, I thought it was really cool. Do you guys ever play the video game Inside? Mm-mm. I usually play video games inside, but <laughs> no, everyone should play this. There's a video game called Inside, and it's like this kid who's running away from some people who are hunting him. It's a really weird game. It's kind of like just a really simple puzzle game. Um, it's worth checking out. It's probably super cheap, uh, but it has at the end, it has a monster that's similar to that. And I, I won't spoil it. I would rather spoil Evil Dead Rise for everyone but not spoil the game inside because it's like maybe an eight hour playthrough and it's totally awesome. And, uh, but it's got a very similar monster at the end. I don't know inside, but um, dead space kind of does that. Dead space is a popular series and it's kind of the, the thing in space. Uh-huh. It's not, it's not the thing, Yeah, but it's very similar. And they, I think they do shit like that in that game. Yeah. It's a lot of like body horror. Yeah, stuff. blowing off of limbs. That's like well, but also like people who are like you know like kind of like that the thing at the end of this movie, or the th- you know kind of like similar to how the the thing in like uh, John Carpenter's movie is very <laughs> you got the arms it, in the wrong places. Yeah, yeah it's just like yeah. Alex is doing like a one man who's on first with the thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they say the thing about the, the play thing is, is the thing, thing but the thing. thing's the thing. Yeah. Um, how, what did you guys think of the? Uh, the plot point uh, of the earthquake and opening up a hole. Ridiculous. Absurd. (laughs) absurd. (laughs) But they did plant earlier that the building used to be a bank, right? Yes. No, they planted it and like... And then it was like condemned because it was falling apart. (laughs) Yeah. They they technically planted all those things. (laughs) No, but that that whole section of the movie like really aggravated me because of their... I think you tapped me. You were like, what the fuck? Like when the kid jumped down into the hole. (laughs) No, before that, I was like... Because they drop the pizza. Oh, yes. And they just don't care about the pizza. And that is just wrong. Not true to real life. It's not. In real yeah. life, if that were us, we'd be like, all right, let's bring the pizza upstairs. Let's like eat, eat the pizza. Yeah. And then we'll come back maybe and look at the Yeah, and like, we maybe forget to like <laughs> yeah. go back. Yeah. The pizza would definitely be a priority. Also, they look in the box of the dropped pizza in the middle of the earthquake. They look in the box and there's like a couple of slices that are upside down. There's also a couple of slices that are in pristine condition. And there's, and there's two there's more a, boxes. And there's a couple of slices that you could definitely mash up into pizza balls and just eat oh. that way. But yes. also, have you ever had an upside down slice of pizza? If you flip it over. It's a regular slice of pizza. <laughs> it's true. It's absolutely true. Yeah, they gave up on that pizza way too early. It's just wrong. Like, I just, I felt like, like, um, the pizza love wasn't there in this. Do you guys want to get some pizza? <laughs> yeah, I kind of like, it's making me hungry uh, for pizza. But, I was talking um, about pizza. I just felt like, I just felt like a middle-aged dad. And I was just like, in this country, uh, adults, parents are supposed to teach their children to love pizza. Like right from the like right from when they're very young. Like clearly not a village dad. 
Colin is sobbing right now about pizza. It's so weird. I've never I'm seen just, him cry before. I just get really emotional about pizza. It's important to me. It was it was a disappointing. Uh, also, it's all point. very convenient. The the vault and the records and the you know like yeah. there's a million things in there, and he happens to find the. Of course, it was really cool production design. You got a good jump scare with a giant Jesus. Oh yeah, and then there's yeah. all those hanging crosses, and you know it's, it's yeah, like it obvious cool. that this thing is evil. Yeah, yeah. 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 That kid really wants to get. Like, get this evil book, you know, why? Uh, so then what happens? So then uh, then he goes upstairs and he starts playing the records. Sound design with all the record stuff was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then the, the sister is warning him. See, this is, the one thing that bothered me is there's, like, I always like it if there's, like, a little karma involved in these movies. And the fact that the sister that's like basically was right about everything. It was like, don't mess with those books. Don't do this. Don't do that. Cause she was kind of a nag, but she ends up being, she like kind of gets it the worst. She ends up getting yeah. her mom tattoos her face, and then licks her. And yeah. then, um, you know, it's a whole, and then she eats the glass and, and the then glass. they put her in that like oh. trash bag thing yeah. or that tarp. Oh yeah. 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 W- what was the best, uh, death in this movie? I think the wood chipper thing, it's just so... It's just so brutal. That's yeah. the first thing I thought of. Well, I, it's been done before. Yeah. Uh, they do add the chainsaw through the head to finish. Right. You know, but still. Yeah, nobody's nice. been chainsawed into a wood chipper before, as far as I yeah. know. Um, I do think the um, the combination death of biting one guy's eye out and spitting it into another person's mouth who then chokes to death on it is pretty good. <laughs> That was so silly. Like yeah, you could was, never, you yeah. could never do that. Like with your mouth. Well, you, well, you couldn't. <laughs> yeah. But but well, if you have evil demon power, yeah. yeah. I, I will evil, say evil, it, it was a dash sillier than almost like anything else, though. Did it feel like it was just tonally a little off compared to uh, everything that had come before? Uh, I don't know. It's Evil Dead. I think it. I well, think no, it no, no, should be that way. Not 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 compared to every other Evil Dead yeah. movie. No, I think compared like the, to this the movie, girl cutting herself up with a drone was kind of like if you, I mean no, yeah, that was probably the most silly of all the gags they had. Um, I'm trying to think of what some other like kind of extreme things that happened were. Oh, the crawling through the um crawling through the vents and like how she like crawls out of the ceiling like that that was like mm-hmm. a little bit I, I could see that someone seeing that as kind of silly mm-hmm. i think yeah, we, we were in the right audience though like you know in the beginning when all the deaths happen and then she rises up out of the water like people were like cheering i kind of remember right yeah. like everyone was like ready like yeah. we all know what we're in for the uh the whole hiding under the sheet thing was kind of <laughs> had like a silliness to it and I mean the the whole the whole mom's performance of like you know when she was talking she'd always talk to the kids and be like oh, oh yeah mommy's not feeling too well <laughs> she says some pretty gnarly things mommy's with the worms yeah thing. yeah that's yeah. nasty uh, how many references to the older movies were there can we name them oh all? when they all say dead by dawn that was a yeah dead yeah. by dawn there's another quote I can't remember what the line was but there's another line in it um, that the mom says. Shotgun and the chainsaw. I'll eat your soul. Oh, yeah, I'll yeah, eat your yeah, soul. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the shotgun, the chainsaw, um, getting the book, ye- obviously. Yeah, they're getting held up by the vine cable. Things. Yep, yep, yep. Um, um, they had the, the book. opening drone shot. I don't think they said Necronomicon, though. They called it something else. Oh, the um, the thing where somebody bleeds all over somebody, right? That's Oh, the, yeah. The, like puking blood. Yeah, or, puking yeah, blood. Onto someone else. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, 
Then one random Shining reference. <laughs> that was, oh, that was yeah, so cool. That was really well done. There's a, there's an elevated, like, so, yeah, so uh, towards the end of the movie, they're in the, the, the it's the aunt and the, the youngest daughter are the only real survivors left. Everyone else is dead and they all become zombies. So they make a break for the stairwell, which is out, and they have to go into the elevator. And first they have to fight everyone in the hallway. That's a whole thing. <laughs> And they shoot mom's arm and leg off. Um, but then they get into the elevator and they try to take the elevator down. And of course, because the elevator was already broken. But they're basically getting in the elevator not to take it down. They're getting into it to hide from the all the monsters that are chasing them now. The evil. Yeah, the evil. <laughs> and then the evil starts like trying to get, get into the elevator. And then the elevator just fills up with blood. And it was really nice. They did a nice job of like, where are they going with this? What's the answer going to be? Because these people are drowning in an elevator full of blood. And then just before the blood reaches the top of the elevator, you see that little um, little plate in the elevator that says maximum weight, whatever, many pounds. Yeah. And just before it gets submerged in blood, and then all of a sudden the elevator cable snaps and the elevator crashes to the bottom. Kind of like the Matrix, except instead of an explosion, it is a blood explosion. And they, it just looked really good. It was really well done. And it looked practical. And I actually buy, I don't know the physics of it, but if, like, you were submerged in an, in an elevator full of blood that was, like, three quarters of the way full, right? And it f- dropped and hit the bottom. I don't know how many floors they were right. up. Like, the surface tension of the liquid takes away from the impact yeah, of the like body. Yeah, like, it's like a cushion. Yeah. 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 I had this one moment where I was like, wait, they survive? And I was like, well, yeah, you, you might. You probably would, yeah. They, like, immediately are, like, s- s- siphoned out into the yeah. garage, yeah. too, you know? Um, yeah, I thought that was really cool. I often, like, when I watch horror movies that have little kids in them, it's kind of, you know, I'm always wondering, like, what what is this kid really reacting to? Like, or, or you know, if it's like a little kid, like a five year old, like kid. during production. Yeah, like how are they getting this kid to do this? Like, they're not really scarring this child for life, you know. Like, they're. I mean, I feel art, like they were art on takes, this. Art one. takes sacrifice. I feel like most movies do scar the kids for life. But like, I had a New tough Zealand time watching this. Standard. I was like, this kid is like submerged in blood. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah. what the fuck? Like, that's fucked up for a kid. It's cherry candy liquid. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that it was an homage officially to The Shining, or do you think they just had like a similar moment that they liked and they just went with it, hoping, or not even hoping, just not really caring that, okay, there's clearly a famous movie that came out like 50 years ago, practically, or 40 years ago, that has a similar I, moment? I think it's different enough that they didn't really have any shots that like made you say, like, oh, this is The Shining, or like whatever. When it happened, I thought, oh, is this... I literally questioned it. I was like, is this supposed to be kind of an homage or is this just its own movie, its own moment? It's one of those things that you can't help but be an homage in some ways or reminisce, you know, like it's going to make people think about Yeah, we're having like a chicken and the egg argument because like the question is, did they think, oh, what if the elevator filled with blood and the weight of the blood caused the elevator to fall to the bottom and then the next logical thing is the blood would come spilling out of the elevator. So they could have gotten it backwards or maybe they thought, what if the elevator fills with blood and it crashes and somebody said, Hey, what if at the bottom it busts open and it's just like the shining and somebody was like, Oh, that's But I, I, the reason I thought it was at least who knows where it came from. But the reason I thought it was a little more homage was because as I remember it, that shot of the elevator hitting the bottom of the doors busting open is kind of a low angle kind of squared up with the elevator doors. It's sort of a similar framing. And then the reaction of the blood spilling out of the elevator looks pretty similar as well. So I I think, what, however they came to the idea, I think once they sort of got to that shot, they were like, 
because they could have easily shot it from inside the elevator or you know from or a slow motion ang- from a different angle outside or whatever out. yeah they, but they definitely did like sort of a shining-esque framing of that moment so i think at least there they were at le- maybe they were just like hanging a lamp uh, lantern on you know the fact that it was similar like by kind of having a similar it's kind of like if you make a movie that has a shark in it like you know is it an homage to Jaws? No. Like, I was thinking homage to Sharknado. <laughs> Sharknado. <laughs> Every I was, time I see a shark movie, I'm like, feel, just ripping off Sharknado, except without the NATO. I, you know, I was thinking about the corn sharks. <laughs> do you all remember that? Yeah, they never wear pants. Yes. <laughs> Man, you don't remember that? No, I do. The corn sharks. It, it, you got to just stay out of the cornfields when the yeah. corn sharks are out. Uh, <laughs> they don't wear pants. They've got, they've got, they've got shark heads, but man bot bottoms Ooh. which is why it's weird they never wear pants they're super fast though <laughs> they, yeah they all end up uh they all end up as uh middle linebackers or running backs for nebraska of yeah. course you guys remember street sharks yes <laughs> after ninja turtles came out they had like battle toads yes and street sharks yep. and yep. street sharks had the commercial back back in the day for the toys like the star of the commercial was vin diesel that, that's, but it's that's like how Vin Diesel started, right? They're like your show. family. Like, I'm, I'm thin Vin Diesel. Because <laughs> he was thin back then. I even have hair now. Thin Diesel. Yeah, thin he went thin Diesel. This is Thin Diesel for Street Sharks. Oh, man, we got to see the preview for uh, for Fast X. X. I've been I to the movies the a couple excited. times this month, and it's just <laughs> the same fucking previews over and over. And then that damn Nicole Kidman AMC oh. thing. I'm uh, sick of people clapping at that. I are they clapping ironically? Is that what's happening? It doesn't okay. fucking matter. Because I said to Matt, like this has been <laughs> mocked so often, I can't believe they're still showing it. It's like, just the I, thing people do now when it's yeah. over. They clap. It's it's funny and strange. She's doing another one of those. I heard a sequel. They're gonna do a sequel. Street yeah. Sharks, the, the movie Street starring Sharks. Nicole Kidman. I think Street Sharks are ripe for uh, a modern day revival. What do you think? Street Sharks versus <laughs> Battletoads. I think like Mattel agrees with you for sure. <laughs> uh, if if the Barbie movie hits, oh, yeah. there's gonna I mean, be yeah. a Street Sharks. Street, street Sharks, sharks yeah. yeah. Um, we can't really play top four with this movie, right? You're right. Have you're any right. of these people been in anything? Uh, Nicole Kidman, top four. Oh shit! Oh yeah, let's do that. That is good. She's um, Australian too, so it's like yeah, sort of ties Crikey! In. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. It because these people, uh, we should look up at least what else they've been in. But I looked it up and I was like, I don't recognize any of this shit. And they're like, like we said, good actors. They're all from New Zealand or Australia? the two. Australian. No, they shot in New Zealand. The two lead women are from Australia, I, and the other people are from random places. The old guy with the shotgun, I think, is from New Zealand. They all have American accents in this movie. One other thing I just want to mention, I think they did a really good job, the production design of the actual apartment that they were in. Mm-hmm. Well, it's oh, supposed it awesome. to be L.A., but the apartment was awesome. It yeah. was like, they did a really good job of making it look... Was it supposed to be L.A. or somewhere outside of L.A.? I thought it was like... Oh, I think it was L.A. I thought it was L.A. Was, okay. There's an exterior yeah. shot of the building that shows like downtown in the background. Oh, but yeah, but I know... Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I guess maybe. I mean, it could be like Angelino Heights or something. <laughs> it was East L.A., yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, I'm ready. Top four, known four, Nicole Kidman. Guest goes first. So what do we what just is, name a movie? What does IMDb in? think Nicole Kidman is best known for? Oh. Four, four movies. Just name one. Um, You've done this three times. 
So just kidding. <laughs> this is my third time, and I don't watch the show, so I don't remember. You've, you've participated in two of them. And, and now, that I, now that I remember, you can't watch it, really. You can only listen. You can only listen. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. I was going to let the <laughs> listeners try decide yourself, yeah. your fate. I mean, the listeners at this point know that you don't have a clue what's going on right now. They've already intuited that. Who are you, people? <laughs> you asked uh, us each our name three times before we started. All right, a, a stranger comes up to you, says they're a fan of License to Watch, and then they say they don't even feel like they listen to it. They feel like they watch it. And then they reach <laughs> out to try to touch you. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, I thank them for their service and run the other way. Uh, Alex, Nicole Kidman movie. Okay, so um, top four on IMDb. Just so Moulin Rouge. One. Moulin Rouge is correct. Oh, wow. That is correct. Yes. Right. She played Satine, and that movie is from 2001. Eyes wide shut. Eyes wide shut is wrong. Wrong. Top four is wrong. <laughs> yeah. I'll say, say it. Batman Forever. <laughs> Batman Forever is incorrect. Damn. You deserve wrong. points for saying it. <laughs> Dr. Oh, Chase boy. Meridian. Chase Meridian. Dang it. Like, those are like, I'm, I'm trying to think of Nicole Kidman movies altogether. Um, so, what's that other one she. I don't want to say it because I'm not going to remember it. I'm going to give it to somebody else, although it's not a competition. Um, it is a competition. I can't remember. <laughs> far and away. Oh, yeah. That was going to be my... my what far my and away is incorrect. Uh, good guess. Wrong. Though. This um, one's pretty hard. I'm going to go with... I can't remember if she was the lead in this movie or if it was Naomi Watts, but I'm going to go with Australia. Australia is incorrect, but that is a really good guess. No, I, I would think that that would... I would guess that. Personally. I've seen that movie... It's not a good guess. Or because it's not a good movie. It's just a bad movie. movie. Um, Okay. I am going to say The Others. Oh, that's a good guess. That's a good movie. The Others is incorrect. You blew it! Are there any TV shows in this list? Should we know? No. Uh, One of the movies, I will say... The title is The Something. Yeah, I know that one. That's going to be my next guess. Okay. I was bet- between well, that, that then, movie. Then that's enough hints. Yeah. Oh, is it? Wait, it's, it's, her, it's your turn. Parcels yeah. and me. I can't think of any movies that she's in. Uh, I think I'll just have to pass. Come on. Uh, she's in so many things. You work in Hollywood. I, there's a movie that, like, it's definitely not in her top four, but if it's guest, I, I would give... Like four points. We've just named for two of the three Tom Cruise movies she starred in. I'll give that hint. Uh, yeah, I know what the third one is. Yeah, there's the third one that yeah. Alex could guess. Is she in a blank check. I'm just kidding. <laughs> a blank, blank check is sick, but no, that's, 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 <laughs> that's a bit, your guess is the wrong guess. That's what you're um, supposed to. You don't say wrong. pass. You I'm say gonna stuff s- like blank yeah. check. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, the beguiled. The Beguiled is wrong. Oh, oh wow. That you was my bug guess. I thought well, there goes say, that idea. I thought you were going to say The Hours. Oh, the yeah, Hours is correct. That is correct. So what do we have left? Just one? No, there's two left. Oh, You've, so far, we've guessed Moulin Rouge and The Hours. Oh, Batman Correctly. Forever was wrong. Yeah, yeah Batman Forever <laughs> was wrong. <laughs> it's I know. Stings. It's, yeah, it's just tough. It's tough to hear it. Uh, we should probably get a, another round of clues now. All right. Uh, is I, one of them the other Tom Cruise? Okay, movie? one of them has Jude Law. Oh, mm. and oh, I know it. Oh, yeah, I bet you do. 
Cold Mountain. Cold Mountain is correct. That is correct. Very good. And this one, oh, what is that guy's name? This one has Aaron Eckhart. Ew. Yes. And Miles Teller? Fuck movies. What? This movie doesn't exist. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Oh my god! <laughs> cast. The ultimate cast. Wow! Yeah, it's all everyone's favorite actors in all of Hollywood. Did you guys see that? There's a new documentary about Reggie Jackson. On, yeah, <laughs> on like Amazon or something. Yeah, uh, Netflix, I think. Yeah, yeah. I I want to watch it and just see if they make if they reference the Naked Gun. Yeah. <laughs> you wait the whole. <laughs> you watch like four hours just to find out. It's just a two second clip. I'm like, yes. Nicole Kidman, Aaron Eckhart, Miles Teller, and Giancarlo Esposito. I can't think of any Aaron Eckhart movies. All of a sudden, well, Miles Teller. I, he's not even that. He hasn't been around that. Yeah, long. exactly. Uh, yeah, it's from 2010. Jesus. So I mean, Miles Teller was an embryo, I guess, inside Nicole Kidman's stomach. Who's the lead of that movie? Is it Aaron Eckhart? I'm pretty sure it's Nicole Kidman. Oh, God. Uh, how about the synopsis? All right. Sure, go for it. Life for a happy couple is turned upside down oh. after their young son uh, dies uh, uh, White ra- uh, Something rabbit. Oh, white rabbit. rabbit. It's uh White rabbit is incorrect. I know. Oh, my it, God. It's uh wrong. I've seen the movie. Um, it's like, something what's one rabbit? of your favorite words associated with rabbits? Did you ever listen to Courtney Love? <laughs> hole. Rabbit hole. hole. Rabbit hole. Rabbit hole. Whole rabbit. <laughs> whole rabbit. <laughs> Matt's like, don't give, me, don't give me a part of a rabbit. I want the whole rabbit. I want the whole I'm thing. hungry. <laughs> Why did you say whole rabbit? <laughs> Very good. Very good. I, I get half a point. That's a really good one. That, 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 that was a good, good one. one. That's like what top four is all about. I give that a chef's kiss. Yeah, that's a beautiful top four. This is we've had a couple of really normal ones recently. It's about time they threw some random stupid yeah. shit at us. While I mean, we're at it, should we do Tom Cruise? I forgot yes. Cold Mountain existed as a movie. Oh yeah. 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 That yeah. was like one of those movies where like Holly, everyone like at the time thought it was like a big important movie and then everybody immediately forgot it. You know, I, I think it seems like from that it was like Stuff that she was nominated for big awards for because I think she got nominations for a lot of yeah, those. Yeah, all those, all those, pretty much. Cold Mountain wasn't about a refrigeration company. I'm really upset that Days of Thunder wasn't on there. Every yeah, single that's the other Tom Cruise one, right? Oh, I'm, a, I'm really upset that Bewitched wasn't on there. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> But yeah. I'm the only one. I'm just She's upset also in a, that movie a weird in movie called Birth. Has anyone ever seen that? Yeah. Yeah, Jonathan. Very Gazer. controversial yeah. when it yeah, came yeah, out. Uh, mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's a great movie. Yeah, I liked it a lot, too. Fucking weird, definitely. Yeah. Wait, are we gonna do Tom Cruise? Yeah, let's do it. Because his top four is See, Tom Cruise awesome. is, the, is the best kind of actor because he's in so much that popped off that it's like we must have done Tom Cruise during the Mission Impossible. Phase, oh, but, you, um, we didn't right. play top four then. Okay, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh. All right. Well, let's do it then. Guess goes first. I feel like we still Tom Cruise top four. Born on the fourth of July. My guess too. Born on the fourth of July is incorrect. Do you think you blew it? Um. That IMDb has access to like my data, so like when I pull up the known for, it's what. They oh, that's think interesting. I know them for. No, no, but I've noticed that it's different on the on the IMDb app than it is on the website. The top four is sometimes different. Sometimes mm, it's the same. Okay. But like I'm on, on the, the website. Yeah, I usually go to the like Google browser and look it up. I will say like this: this top four looks like they they think. <laughs> 
It's my top. This order. is a hint right here. <laughs> yeah. um, Rock okay. of Ages. No. Rock of Ages. Yeah. <laughs> Incorrect. Who's guessing? Go with wrong. Did you just guess out of turn? I guess that's no. That's Magnolia is going a different turn. Magnolia is incorrect. You blew it. Back back to you. He he already guessed Rock of Ages. Oh yeah, it's going like this now. We reversed. Oh. It. Okay. It's Matt's fault. I wasn't. I didn't even thought yet. It's okay. not your fault. It's Matt's I just fault. thought because Colin said it was movies <laughs> right. he would like. Are you having trouble coming up with a Tom Cruise movie? No, I want to pick a, a decent one though. All right, um, they're all great, but I, you know, whatever. I feel like there's probably one of the Mission Impossible ones, but it's like, how do Gotta you be pick? specific? Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna play it super, and this isn't even safe because who knows? I'm gonna just say Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick guess. is incorrect. Right. Oh, I don't like that tone. Wrong. <laughs> well, you get to guess next, so I think you get to benefit from Colin's tipping his hand here. Yes. I hate when it's handed to you, but I'll take it this time. Top Gun. Top Gun is correct. Yeah. In which he plays. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> I was 50-50 on which one. Um, I thought, well, this last one was the biggest movie ever, that's, practically. That's I'm, the only one we that you guys have gotten so far. I am going to go... Well, there's a lot of options here. I'm <laughs> going to go with Mission Impossible Fallout. Mission Impossible Fallout is incorrect. Uh, we could be at the Mission Impossible guessing game for it! Um, Alex, you're up. Oh, that's mine? Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Mission Impossible 1. Mission Impossible 1 is incorrect. Wrong. Oh, damn. I'm going to say The Firm. The Firm is incorrect. Damn. I'm going to go with Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher is incorrect. We are in the strong. (laughs) I told you. (laughs) Look, it's not a secret garden. All right. Wait. What are we doing? What? Did did you hear what I said? It's not a secret garden. Is that what you said? It might have been what I said. Giving us dumb clues. Oh, that's that a clue thing. rules. Do you know, do you get it? No. Yeah. Oh, that's why it's dumb. Well, what was the, the the clue? He said it's not a secret garden. Yeah. Um, Cruise is not in that. <sighs> you gotta, you gotta. It's. You, you already gotta, said magnolia. You gotta take flower. it a step further. You gotta take it a step further. It's not a secret garden. It's a. Right. Something. Garden. Mm. Is he in a movie with the word garden? secret garden? Is a hint for a very specific reason. It's not a secret. It's, it's a refer- not a garden. Secret garden is a reference to something in well the movie. Well-known desert. <laughs> well, what's the movie where he slides in his underwear again? Risky, Risky business. business. Is that what you're guessing? I mean, it's not fair because I can't remember the title of it. But no, no, I, I will give it to you. Risky business. Risky business is incorrect. Wrong. I'll say War of the Worlds. That's a good one. Uh, War of the Worlds is incorrect. Oh, horseshit. Uh, I'll Wrong. say Taps. Taps is incorrect. <laughs> Wrong. Back to you. Um, can you give us? Yeah. Let's just keep going. We we're doing Fine. good. Yeah, we we're in it. We, we can. <laughs> we just got to move faster here. Yeah. Have your next one lined up in your head. Just guess another Mission Impossible. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be that. It's gonna be one of the Mission Impossibles. He already so. said. He already like oh, totally he? gave it to yeah. us. Oh, yeah. Okay. I wasn't paying attention. Like I. Probably wasn't most of the time we've been talking. <laughs> you guessed the first one Where and the last I? one. Um, actually, I want to do Eyes Wide Shut. Uh, that was already guessed. No, and the last for Nicole Kidman was. Yeah. As it wasn't guessed for Oh, you're correct. Uh, but you're incorrect. <laughs> but you just said I was correct. <laughs> yeah, you, you can be correct and incorrect at the same time. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm, 
No, I. Wait. Secret Garden is the good, name of something that is in this movie. I still have good guesses. Okay. Secret Garden. Oh my god! I can't oh believe. oh oh! Minority Report. It's clearly Minority Report. <laughs> Minority Report is incorrect. Fuck. Rain Man. <laughs> Rain Man Wrong. is incorrect. Wait wait wait! Is there a Secret Garden reference in either in either, either of those movies? No, I remember a greenhouse in Minority I'm Report. Not, That's what I thought he was stupid going for. Game. <laughs> All right, there's another one I haven't given a hint for yet. Let, let me see if I, I still can... have like eight more good guesses. Yeah, can we don't we need get, no steak and hints. All right, we fine. just need get Alex your hints out of here. Guesses. I, I I'm terrible at like guess. I'm... Mission Impossible Two. Uh, what's Mission Impossible Five called or four? Not two or three. Those are like the least popular ones. Rogue Nation. You those, can just say the number. Protocol. Just Mission Impossible 4. Mission Impossible 4 is incorrect. <laughs> Wrong. I'll say Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation is incorrect. Fuck! Wrong. That's, that leaves only two. The two and three. They're both terrible, though. Um, I will go with... Uh, um, yeah, I guess I'll go with Mission Impossible 2. Mission Impossible 2. <laughs> Is correct. Oh my god, that is correct. So which, which ones have we got? If uh, if you guys didn't get Mission Impossible two, my hint was gonna be Limp Biscuit. <laughs> it's always your hint. Does that one have a title, or is it just called Mission Impossible two? It's just called yeah, Mission, it's just Impossible Mission Impossible two. What's the Bellerophon? That's what they. Yeah, Bellerophon. <laughs> that's what they should have called. It. Mission Impossible Bellerophon. <laughs> Chimera. Okay, so there's two left. One of them I've given you a really good hint on, and no one seems to be picking up on it. So we <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. No, Top Gun OG and Mission and, Impossible, uh, Mission Impossible 2. 2. No one said Jack Reacher 2. Uh, nobody has, yeah. Jack Reacher round 2. Jack Reacher 2 is incorrect. Was that your guess? Wrong. Um, okay. Interview with the Vampire. That's a great one. Incorrect. Uh, all the right moves. All the right moves. Wrong. Incorrect. You guys are going to eventually get down to your last guess. Oh, I was going to say this one so much <laughs> earlier, and I was like, can't be that. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Alex, it's your turn. Did you get I my feel hint? Like you just get a hint. No, Did you I understand the hint? No. Last guess. That's the last The time. last. You'll guess. be getting a hint like yeah. that. Yeah. There's not going to be, we're not going to see another guess like that again. That's the last guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just say it. Clearly knows what it is. What is it, Matt? You've got to guess something bad so Matt can guess yeah. the right thing. Just guess anything. I can't even think of anything. Guess Valkyrie. Television. Just Valkyrie name any movie. Guess. guess Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Valkyrie's incorrect. <laughs> Wrong. The Last Samurai. The Last Samurai is correct. What uh, the fuck? Jer Why is Jer that in his top four? <laughs> it's awesome. Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire is correct. Wow. Yeah. You got the hint or you just... No. Uh, oh, because oh, of the Bruce Springsteen song. The Bruce Springsteen song. Oh, nice job. Secret Garden. You don't know the Bruce Springsteen. Oh, come on. You don't remember like they had the, they had, they would play that song on the radio and literally would have clips from the movie embedded in the song. Oh, yeah. Such a dumb I don't thing. remember the song. Oh, All I can on. think is the Hold streets on. of Philadelphia. It, it sounds <laughs> it's similar, except instead of the streets of Philadelphia, he sings, In a secret garden, she hides. <laughs> oh, you hear it now. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. You had me at hello. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. <laughs> All right. Enough of that. <laughs> I'll win an Oscar in like 15 years from now. 
for a movie that no one will see. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But she, I mean, wh- why didn't she win it for me, myself, and Irene, you know? Because I don't know. Why didn't Jim Carrey win? I mean, every, that should have swept. Jim Carrey is, yeah. Oscars same. are rigged. That's why. It's rigged. Yeah. It's rigged. Um, what movie are we talking about again? <laughs> Evil Dead Rise. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I mean, we've talked about every aspect of this movie, right? Is there anything we forgot? Tom Cruise is not in it, just to be clear. Mm, mm. Yeah, I, that's a good point. I think Nicole Kidman was wearing one of the zombie masks. So you never got to see her face, but she was in it. She might have been one of the evil dead. Yeah, yeah. I buy She's, it. Yeah, she is Australian. She was probably just hanging what out. What else set. has Lee Cronin directed? The Hole is the... <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I've never heard of it. It's about a kid who it's goes playing in a hole. It's a prequel to the rabbit I hole. Don't like where no, this no, is going. It's, <laughs> it's like is Courtney it's, Love in this movie. No, <laughs> no, it's like a, it's like it's like this sort of gothic early American period horror where like the the woman's son goes out. And oh, plays I saw and that plays movie. in a hole, and then he comes back, and he's not the same son. He's like a doppelganger. Oh, it's just like, like a notch above the trailer. Yeah. mediocre it was like really atmospheric but i didn't know what the fuck the point was i think i fell asleep in it a bunch of times it was like this is really well made and it's probably going somewhere and then it really, really wasn't but it was like, that's how i felt like it, it yeah. doesn't doesn't really it, so what was isn't it satisfying. What, what is the twist the kid is dead and it's like a, you, you're asking the wrong people the kid i, I watched the, the whole, whole movie but yeah, yeah i think i, 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 think I honestly I, don't remember yeah, it's one of those movies. Whatever the twist was, I kept thinking you were uh, talking about the movie Holes. I'm pretty sure the movie is called which is the like Hole a Disney movie. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at, at the IMDb right now, and the movie is called The Hole in the Ground. No, oh, just well, there the you go. Hole. Even more specific. That's I, more they specific. Might have changed now it. I don't think of buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> he also directed a movie in 2013 called Ghost Train, and he also directed Ghost Train. So he does all these <laughs> horror sex movies about holes and people running train. With ghosts, is that anything like Midnight Meat? Train? They all air on. Oh they God. all air on Pornhub. <laughs> Midnight Meat Train, Bradley Cooper, and uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Based the on the player? Clive Barker. <laughs> Wait, Clive Barker or Stephen King? I can't remember. I don't know. I, think it's I just Barker. know that um, me and my friend Helen went to see that opening night. I think it was opening night at like the midnight screening because we couldn't get over how funny it was to call a movie Midnight Meat Train, <laughs> and we like thought there was like at least a fifty-fifty chance it was going to be pretty dirty. And it wasn't. It was bad, right? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, Bradley Cooper, though. Checks out. Come a long way, young man. That uh, was like his first movie, I think, right? Or one Pretty of pretty first. early in his career, yeah. Ghost Train apparently has Matthew Dillon in it, but it's not that Matthew Dillon. <laughs> <laughs> a Matthew Dillon. <laughs> well, th- that Matthew Dillon is Matt. He goes by Matt. That's true. Right. That's true. Speaking of Matt Dillon, we didn't even guess The Outsiders in the Tom Cruise I almost show. did, but then I would have fed me The Last but Samurai, so I had to say it. Uh, we never talk about the Dillons anymore on this show. I actually was because we talked about the Blob recently, mm. and oh. I looked up to see if it existed on some 4K disc release, and it doesn't, which is shameful. Um, but I was like reading the you know back of the box like features, and I I forgot that uh, Kevin Dillon is the star <laughs> of that movie. <laughs> right. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, because there's two Dillons. Yep. Uh, we don't want to do Matt Dillon top four, do we? No, I would not be good. At that. I would love that. I'll t- I'll tell you what they are. Wait, can that? I guess them? Can I see if I can okay. nail it? <laughs> yeah, guess. So there's something about Mary. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's correct. Um, um, it's not wild thing. 
No, I wasn't going to say yeah. that. Oh, that's a great one. He, that should be in his top four. top four. I think he's oh, in a movie so. called like The Flamingo Kid or something. Is that no. one? No. That's actually like, that's out of print. I don't even think you can watch that movie anymore. Yeah. But it was a big, it was a big thing for him when, at the t- once upon a time. Um, oh, and well, yeah, if it's not Wild Things, fuck, I don't even know what else he's in. Okay, I failed at this. <laughs> it's Crash. House of Jack built. The house oh, that Jack built. Oh, shit. I wanted to see that, but I'm scared. And a 1989 <laughs> film called Drugstore Cowboy. Oh, Drugstore Cowboy. Okay, It's a that, famous that, movie. That's actually kind it, of, like, yeah, that's a sensible top four, I think, sort I of in a weird way. I kind of think Wild Things. Wild Things should definitely be in the I house of Jack built place. Yeah. yeah, but whatever. Have you seen House of Jack built? No. I, I have to vet every movie now. Notorious movie. It's Is it about like raising the house up? It's about the Aretha Franklin you know, song. Like Jack. The this house is a house that Jack built, y'all. Oh, yeah. Remember that house? It's about a serial killer. He's yes. a serial killer, but it's like from his perspective, and like there's no redemption. I don't think he gets stopped at the end. Like it's just it's it's Lars von Trier, mm-hmm. and it's oh. it just like. And it famously was like it had some walkouts at yeah. He at like that every Lars von Trier movie. He kills yes. children. <laughs> yes. it, like uh, I'm just like uh. yeah. It's like fairly irredeemable. Um, you know sympathy for the serial killer movie what is like the most controversial movie you can remember that you've seen Avengers um, there's been War. many there's been many I saw the passion of the Christ along with like everyone else in the world that was pretty controversial I never I saw guess. that and you honestly I tried that? I tried to watch it once and it was so like it vacillated between being boring and really hard to watch like brutally you know, unpleasant. Sounds like the movie I saw. Yeah, I, I gave up on it. Very. It quickly. came out after Apocalypto, right? Because I was like, oh, Apocalypto. No, no, Apocalypto no, no, before. before Apocalypto. Oh, really? Yeah. Because uh, I remember seeing Apocalypto. I was like, I'm pretty sure the Aztecs didn't have no Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't anybody torturing anyone to death here? But they actually did a lot of brutal shit in Apocalypto. Oh, yeah. yeah That's his whole thing. Is like, yeah. he like... He had a couple of mallets that crushed people's skulls and Braveheart, and he was like, yeah, this is all I want to do anymore. I don't even give a shit about the story. I just want all the limbs chopping off. And the Braveheart is much more of a torture movie than that because it actually ends with him being tortured. To that death. is true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. That's what, that's what I think people forget about Braveheart. Braveheart started the legacy of um, Mel Gibson being really about torture, but they don't remember that because Braveheart... Like good. the the more the more gory stuff is like the battle scenes, mm. and they forget that it ends with him getting tortured. Yeah, like, it's, you don't really see it. Well, like he really loves graphic violence. Yeah, Gibson, like he loves graphic violence. I say this uh, every time we mention Braveheart, but Rob Roy is a better movie. Just Braveheart's like, on it TV so much that you forget how violent it is because they yeah. cut that stuff out. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, well, the thing I love about Rob Roy is just the ending. Yeah. The fight. It's so good. And it's a great script. It's got great lines. Yeah, no, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. But the, for sure. the, the last sword fight is amazing. It's just one of my favorite like endings, even though it's a little bit unbelievable. It's just one of my favorite endings. But you want a happy sword. ending at that. He like, fucking grabs the sword with his hand and his hand's all bleeding. Yeah. And then he picks up his other sword and swings it down and cuts it the guy in cuts half. Cuts him in half. It's amazing. And Tim, mean, Ross like, is, Tim Ross is so good. And just the whole the way they set up that whole battle where it's just like it's impossible for him to win. And then you see it playing out and you're like, yes, it's impossible for him to win. He cannot win this fight. He won't win. Uh, I, yeah. I don't right. know. I, I like my favorite part is the vermouth. 
<laughs> you just, wait, did you just get your phone and look up Rob Roy ingredients just to make that joke? <laughs> I respect the hustle, Colin. I respect the I did. I was like, nicely. I hope they keep talking about it for long enough nicely. for me to Google this. Done. <laughs> little thumbs going as fast as you can. I saw you out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, what is he so frantically studying? I was, going, I was going fast and you could tell. I didn't know Rob Roy was a drink. No. Yeah, what, what, what are but we were on controversial. What what are some of the most controversial <laughs> movies you've seen? You're like, holy shit! Like, I mean, they, I I don't. One of my favorite movies growing up that I controversially shared with my English class one year was Eraserhead. <laughs> that we had to like pick a movie to show a, a clip of in class, and they all thought that was how old were you? Itself. It's like high school. Um, Why were you watching and loving Eraserhead <laughs> in high school? <laughs> they had a VHS copy at the at the video store near my house. And it was, this was back before it was like, there weren't a lot of VHS copies anywhere. So I used to rent it like regularly. Why? Cause I don't He's know. He's Harris. A, Look at him. Had a cool, <laughs> had a cool box. I really liked blue velvet and I really liked wild at heart, like yeah. other more accessible Lynch movies. So I watched it and I was like, this is the best one. Um, I, I didn't watch it till I was a freshman in college. And I was like, I can't tell if this is like art or garbage. And it's a little bit of both to me, actually, to be honest, like it's, I could see why back then, because they, he probably made it for like next to nothing. It was like a, actually AFI thesis. Yeah. And yeah. Well, he shot, he, by the time he finished it, he'd been out of AFI for yeah. years, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, I could see why like a producer or like somebody in Hollywood, because back then, like it was way harder to make movies and student films. It's, it's, so, how, it's how he landed Elephant Man. Cause Mel Brooks not saw Mel a racer. I thought it was, was it Mel Brooks? I, I thought it was, I thought it was somebody else like George Lucas or somebody else. I think it was I think it was Mel Brooks that was that saw it was somebody you wouldn't expect Eraserhead and was but like yeah. this is the guy to direct Elephant Man and I mean I could but it was so like such a weird vision and yes. like to, like to convince a bunch of people to do that who were like when you're just a nobody yeah like, although you know like you said it was a it was probably dirt cheap. They made it over a four-year period. It's really Jack Nance getting him to, gr- to keep his hair long for that entire period of his well, life. What's so fucked up about it? I've never seen it. But without never oh, seen it's like the, this. Can we do that as a bonus movie for creature. this podcast? It's like a creature baby, and it's um like kind of really disturbing. It's looking. it's well, a dark and disturbing. The dream whole movie that's also hilarious. The whole movie is weird. The whole movie yeah, is like weird. not in this world almost. Yeah, it and doesn't take place in our reality. It's like a specific it takes reality. It takes place in a very David Lynchy like yeah, dream. But logic that's what reality. I mean. Like, the reality like, is very like industrialism, like um, sort of similar to like uh, sort of similar to like Metropolis, right? Like, yeah, kind yeah, of. It's like, got like very just, like it's, everyone's it's like, a laborer. Of everything glamorous, yeah. it's like a very rundown industrial, super vibe, dirty. But it's dirty also hilarious. It's got these great moments, like when he visits his his in laws or his future in laws' house. And the dad like freaks out. He's like talking about like how he built these pipes, and he's like he's like trying to be nice, and he goes in this tirade, and a train drives by, and he's making all this noise, and then he he's carving the chickens, but there's these little tiny chickens, and the dad's like, "Yeah, they're new, they're new. We got them." And then he cuts a chicken open, and it starts bleeding everywhere and dancing. <laughs> well, just yeah. there, there's a famous scene that you were talking about, Colin, where there's like this little embryo thing, yes, and it looks very much alive. And you would imagine like he would not have the technology, the practical effects, or CGI to pull it off any other way. Mm-hmm. And it's all disgusting and gross looking. It's yeah. human. And it's no, it's, 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 it's unclear what kind of creature. Yeah, it is. it's unclear what it it's is. It's Supposed to be his baby. 
Yes, but, and, but it's not human. And still to this day, like no one will answer for it. No one There's will. There's a lot of people who say what it's made out of, and and it's nothing makes sense because it seems completely otherworldly. But there's also a great diversion where they go to the pencil factory, and this guy, yes. this guy keeps on ringing a bell, and then the manager comes out. And he's like, "Okay, Paul." I mean, it's just it's a really it's, it's yeah it's it's out there. Yeah. Speaking of like David Lynch, one of my favorite weird David Lynch things was, you guys ever seen Inland Empire? Inland Empire? Mm-hmm. Just uh, that that sequence with like the what what kind of headed people were they? Rabbits. Yeah, rabbit headed people. Yeah. Where it's like one static shot for like I I felt like 10, 15, 20 minutes or something like that, and it's like this huge like long overhead shot of like rabbit head people like being like in a nightmarish sitcom mm-hmm. like none of the humor like quite makes sense <laughs> inland and empire is pretty inaccessible even for yes, me yeah i started watching it once i yeah. think i rented it when netflix was like sending you discs in the mail yeah and i started watching it and i was like i i just can't i can't get through this <laughs> yeah i mean it's he's got a certain vibe to him i, I would say Eraserhead is his probably I think it's his best movie. I think it's even better than Mulholland Drive, which I think is a masterpiece. I love Blue Velvet. I, I like Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet's great. I, but I, and I actually don't like Mulholland Drive. Really? I mean, I just, it's it's so, to me, like, non-narrative, and, like, it's, like, purposely cheesy. Like, the acting is very soapy and stuff like that, and I have trouble mm, I getting... I it was supposed to be like that. Yeah, it, it is. is. It's, it's supposed to be like that. It's all intentional. Um, and I don't, I don't know, I, like, I kind of feel like... You know, to put it simply, like I don't get it, and then every time I ask someone to explain it to me, I'm like, "That's not worth it to me." I've Whatever only seen you just <laughs> said is not worth that experience. I've only seen parts of Mulholland Drive, and that's why I don't get it because I don't know like what I don't. I know don't. What it's not an about. easy. It's not an easy to get movie. <laughs> I mean, I, I, the not, problem with Mulholland Drive is I think you really have to see it multiple times and be really thinking about it and kind of invested in in figuring out what's going on and why. In order to enjoy it, which is the kind of movie that I like, but well, I, I think but it's I understand also why other dreamlike, and not not everything is supposed to make some sort of narrative. Yeah, narrative and this is a lot sense. of this is a lot of what Lynch does on on Twin Peaks, and this is why I think Eraserhead is actually his best movie because he's always trying to operate in this like dream logic world where things are kind of loosely connected, but connected in the way dreams are, where it's not going to make direct sense, but it kind of makes like ambiguous, oblique sense. And I think the movie that he successfully does, like the movie that I think anyone has ever done that most closely emulates that kind of dream scenario where you could be in one scene and then you're in another scene and it makes sense, but also it doesn't, is Eraserhead. It's the one, you know, it's the one movie where like, it's nightmarish, but it's also can be funny and there's like familiar things, but also is that supposed to be the same person or a different person? It's, it's and that's and that's kind of what he, I think Mulholland Drive is very similar. And kind honestly, of- Blue Velvet is too but it's much more strung along a understandable narrative. It's kind yeah. of like if you went to sleep listening to a podcast about Evil Dead Rise. And <laughs> as you and somehow you found yourself, as you dreamed, you woke up and they were talking about a racer head. You're like, is yeah. this still the same podcast? Are like, these still yes. the same people? Am I Anybody who fell asleep, this is the same Evil Dead Rise podcast. Yeah. Colin, you're having a really good show tonight. I want to yeah. you know that you're really you're you're pulling this whole thing together. Yeah. But uh, just last thing about David Lynch, we are forgetting his masterpiece that was even um, re- Dune? remade by Hollywood a few years ago. Yes, Dune. Dune rules. <laughs> Dune. I actually kind of like, well, I haven't seen it in forever, but I remember liking it as a kid. I like it. It's, it is something. It's got a <laughs> vagina monsters I, in aquariums. and uh, uh, Green background. I thought the imagination, the like the costumes and the, 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 the characters, I, that's just how I remember them. I haven't yeah. seen it in forever. I remember like liking that. That movie, it's like a weirder, darker, more fucked up Star Wars or something. That's how it felt that back is in the kid. A yeah. good description of it, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, 
But the question was controversial movies. So we've gotten a couple from Harris. We get one from Matt, I think. I said Passion of the Christ. It's mm. um, okay. I don't know. I, I can't think. Um, most controversial. Uh, I feel like... Um, you oh, know, I mean, any Lars von Trier movie, I think, like you said, like Antichrist, uh, I got a Nymphomaniac, good one. Uh, you know, they're all... I have a good one. I, let's see if you guys remember this controversy. I... Uh, we were at USC at the time, and I got invited through something uh, to go see the premiere of uh, this movie called The Interview with James Franco and uh, Seth mm. Rogen. Oh, yeah, yeah. I still haven't seen that. And that was, it was controversial for really dumb reasons. It, it was like the day before that it got like basically canceled. Like That movie did not yeah. come out theatrically um, because they were fearful. It was right when the Sony hack happened. Yeah. And they were afraid that uh, it was going to cause World War Three, basically. Like if uh, you know North Korea got wind that we released, didn't Which they threaten? Seems silly now, yeah. It does. Yeah, seem North Korea silly was now. like a threatening war if they released this movie, where they had a very funny assassination and, of Kim Jong Un, yeah, yeah. a whole interpretation of that of him and the assassination. That yeah. I was uh, How in, in the room with James Franco. When we were writing a really bad movie for him and <laughs> we didn't know what was going on. But like the last time we were in in our little writer's room with him, he kept jumping out of the room for these calls, which he didn't hadn't done in pr prior meetings. Mm -hmm. And he kept like and he, he was like totally not focused and like sweating balls. And I just thought he was, you know, no disrespect. But I thought he was high or something. But like on it, but it filled with Turns anxiety out freaking out. But then like a week later, this whole controversy came out and I feel like he was already dealing with it, mm -hmm. whatever. Or know, some, like, I mean, if, if that's what he was hearing on or, the phone, or some, you started World War Three. God damn it. You can't release this fucking movie. <laughs> How could possibly it be? found out some acting student was suing him or something, you know, like yeah, who knows what, that, that who knows what he might've been. That came later. Yeah. That came later. Uh, how could whatever is in the interview be worse than team America world police though? <laughs> Puppets. They don't respect oh. North, North Koreans don't respect puppet theater at all. <laughs> They're just not interested in it. Did, um, do you guys ever see, um, happiness? Todd Solons. Solons. Never yeah, felt yeah. it either. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, like I think that came just kidding. That I think that came out when I was in high school. And I know I saw it. I don't remember. That's when when where the guy, that actor that everyone knows from everything plays a pedophile. I, what? There's an an actor who's familiar. I don't know how famous he is, but there's a very controversial scene in that movie where they they take a, I would argue a non-judgmental. That's not like pro. But it just shows you like how he does it, mm -hmm. and you're just watching it for like a long time. Now he doesn't show you; you don't see the act of it. You see the whole how the he grooming. gets there. Yeah, yeah he how yeah, he gets yeah, yeah. there, and you're just watching it and watching it and watching it, and you're just like, "This is from 1998." Yeah, yeah, and is like. Um What's her name? Julianne Moore in it, or like? Yeah, it's kind of like a good cast. Selma. I can't remember Blair Julianne Moore. I only remember John what's his Lovitz. Name? John Lovitz is, is in the opening. Philip scene. Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. Dylan Baker. Dylan Baker is the guy who plays oh, the pedophile. Yeah. Lara Flynn yeah. Boyle. Oh, I like Dylan Baker as an actor. I yeah, think and, and I honestly, I think that hurt his career because I think for a while, I don't think people cast him in stuff because they were like, "This dude's creepy." It's a very uncomfortable long sequence, and they not don't as, show you anything. They not don't as, show you the 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 horrible act. But they sh they show you how this guy is and operates and everything he does to get there. He's talking to a kid. Well, he's in. I mean, I don't even want to explain it because it's. But he invites, or his he his son has a friend that he uh, seduces. And he, and he, yeah, basically he invites. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I just feel like that 
and also the way it's portrayed was very controversial. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or definitely, I don't really have a clear memory of it, but I, I don't even. I think I was trying to watch that a few years ago and couldn't even find I it anywhere. I think it's a really interesting movie. There's a lot of random characters and interesting scenes. Yeah. Like John Lovett's scene is he's only in the opening scene. It's like a ten minute scene. It's a great scene. All right, and I got a question. A really best movie pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> this is. I think we've talked about it before. Jackie uh, Earl Haley and yeah, the, the yeah, little yeah, children. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's the best. <laughs> you better not tell on me. I was talking to someone earlier. Like, what is the best movie you've ever seen that has the worst title? I hate titles that are like like Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. Too many words. Too many. Too, that's two different titles. Too many words. Yeah. It should have just been called Dungeons and Dragons. Why not? Well, it should have. Well, they pl- probably plan on making many of them, so they they should have yeah. just called it Honor Among Thieves and a yeah. Dungeons Honor it's Among a Thieves. A Dungeons up, and Dragons. Yeah, but story. The, in a franchise, the first I, one's always just called the thing. You know, I didn't like that movie. I saw that with Matt, by the way. The first but, Dungeons and Dragons was called Dungeons and Dragons. That's true. What first? You're talking well, about Jeremy the, Irons and yeah, uh, Jeremy Irons. That this movie has nothing to do with. That yes. it's like trying to. Re, it's a reboot. That one came it's, out like 20 it's years still ago. A we have to distinguish it, between. I, I don't yeah. even think it's a no, reboot. They don't. They're not they trying to reboot screen, garbage. Screen. They're not like this garbage had. You know, like that movie was. Its They're own just thing. stuck with a brand. And then, then they. they That's looked at why because the they want to differentiate themselves from the bomb. Yes. yes. Sure. Sure. <laughs> it's the bomb. I, I, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> Sawdust and mildew. <laughs> I, I I'm not a fan of like uh, movie titles that are just like a name. Like I like uh, Annie Hall. I think is a great movie. You know, I don't. know I always think it's about a hallway. What's the one like James White or something? <laughs> I can't. There was some movie that came out Annie like, like like eight years ago Annie that hallway. everyone loved. It was like this little indie character study of a specific bland white guy. But it had like a random dude's name. As I know the what title. movie you're talking like, about. It was an indie f- film. It was the that actor who's like now in like so many H24 movies? Mm-hmm. Um, that was his first big movie. Yeah, and it was like a really small movie. And I liked it. I was just like, what the? Why are you? All right. it just I, I just googled like a list of bad movie titles. Uh, <laughs> Mister Megorium's Wonder Emporium. Awful. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> Love Actually. <laughs> what is the full title of Master? It's like Master and Commander on the far side of the world. Far side of the world, yeah. 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 Well, that was the far was side of the a, world is a cooler name. It was because it was based on a book. I and get. The Master well, I know, but too. like, for, you just don't like these ones that are they're like have have some IP associated with them. For movie marketing's sake, just call it Master and Commander or the Far Side of the World. They're both awesome titles. Just like you don't. That's need, true. So I think true. the title hurt that movie quite that's honestly. True. So how do you feel about Major League Back to the Minors? That's fine. I think that's cute. It's funny because it's like yeah. major. Because the first one was called Major League, so it justifies why the next one's called oh. Major League something. Here's a really bad one that I know you're going to think is bad. Legend of the Guardians, the Owls of yes. Gahul. That's Have classically that, bad. That, when that came out, the first thing I said was, that is the horrible title. How did that, how did that get past marketing? How did that yeah. ever... Um, yeah, somebody I, I, should have thrown themselves in front of the <laughs> in front of the train on that one. Just been like, no, we can't do it. I <laughs> it hurt the movie. Bad. I think. I don't think. Maybe you just say that title one more time. Yeah, I just I, I want to make sure I get it right. Legend of the Guardians: The Owls of Gahul <laughs> from 2010. Gahul, man. I, there's, it's it's that's a horrible title. There's a title that actually got a lot of flack when it came out, but I actually think it's a funny title, and that's Dumb and Dumber Two. Oh yeah, Dumb and Dumber Two is definitely the movie the, was not that was mediocre, but like that we title, saw it together. Actually. Yeah. Dumb and Dumber Two T O. Yeah, we I realized like what was wrong, wrong with that movie. Yeah, it's that in the first movie they're dumb in a world full of regular 
intelligent people. Mm-hmm. And in the second movie, they're dumb in a world full of dumb people. Mm. And it just like the jokes don't land. And I've never like, seen either of the Dumb and Dumber sequels. Yeah, I've only or seen the, the sequel first or the prequel, Dumb and Dumberer. Which I, is which is also not, not a, yeah, a not a terrible title, title yeah. for that franchise. I'm I'm looking up more like, but again, it's called Dumb and Dumberer, like the story of Harold and Lloyd. Yeah, 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 when Harold met Lloyd. Yeah, Harold yeah. Lloyd. yeah. Um, so here's one from 1970. Quaxer Fortune has a cousin in the Bronx. That's not a good title. You got to pick movies we've heard of. <laughs> okay, well I'm just. This is what the Hollywood first sever. Yeah, uh, oh, uh, that yeah. is a famously bad movie. I've never seen it, but no like it's it's always on the list of like top, you know, is ten. Antonio top. Banderas and Lucy Liu. Okay, yeah. it's it, ballistic. It hurt both their yeah ballistics. Right? X versus yeah. sever. Just a Even dumb worse. everything. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a bunch of words that sound yeah. ugly yeah. together. Yeah. It's like <laughs> Yahoo Serious Film Festival. Yeah. I know what all those words are, but that sign makes no <laughs> sense. <laughs> all right, what about this? Greystoke, colon, The Legend yeah. of Tarzan, comma, Lord of the Apes. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Excellent. Excellent. They couldn't have found that, another conjunction or a few more words. <laughs> well, a lot of people say that uh, Rambo, First Blood, Part 2 is a famously yeah, bad title. A, also. Yeah. I, I think that's a famously hilarious, accidentally hilarious that's title. Awesome. That's awesome. It's that's like, yeah, one. oh, shit, we made the first movie, and it has the word first in it. What are we going to do? Everyone <laughs> keeps on calling this movie Rambo. We should just call the but franchise. But people need Rambo. to know yeah. it's a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they wanted First Blood in there, so everybody... Back then, you know, Stallone... And then the third one's just called Rambo 3. Yeah. Now they would just call that Rambo Second Blood. Yeah. Or didn't they call the la- the fifth one Last Blood? Yeah. Which I thought was actually a, a clever title. Which just backs up that if they were doing it now, they'd just be like, yeah, yeah. Well, what, calling it First Blood Part 2. What two. kills me is that the fourth one is just called Rambo, which goes with your thing, like, just, like... A person's name like never really does anything for me. Either. All right, but th- Th- this says Herbie Fully Loaded is a bad title. I think Herbie Fully Loaded is a good title. Yeah, because we need to know that the the car is drunk. <laughs> like that's an important <laughs> plot point. The double I entendre. I would How- see that movie was another sober Herbie movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, sober Herbie isn't. Yeah, fast double entendre. That's clever. They put yeah. some time yeah. and thought into it. We do all realize the best title of a bad movie is Jim Cotta, right? Because mm. it tells you everything you need to know about that film right there. Yeah, that's a great title. Gymnastics. For a terrible movie. Karate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to know anymore. Sold. But what is the best movie? Like, what's I'm trying to think of like an Academy Award winner that has a horrible title. Horrible? Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. That's not a good movie, but it's also not a see, good like, title. See, like, here's the difference. Like, you're talking about how name you know movies with people's names like even Annie Hall I guess that one's so so famous now that like it kind of works that one almost gets away with it because they turned her into like a kind of at least for a while an iconic character yeah and people yeah. know the way she dressed mm-hmm. and the way she acted and so and it, like Forrest Gump works it, it because in, it's such an odd name yes yeah yeah there's there's there, yeah. there are situations like that where it kind of works in retrospect because the movie becomes so famous and the character is so iconic I got and one. also Forrest Gump has like a it's got a, it's a name with some oomph. You're not like Forrest Gump. It's yeah, just like, like it's, you're right. like, you, you want to know more, you know? Yeah. yeah, it's an odd name. John Carter. Yeah, Jesus that was on Christ. this list. <laughs> yeah. yeah, John yeah, Carter's terrible. Yeah. And they, do you know why they took, they, they called it John Carter? Isn't it the book? It's called John Carter from Mars. Do you know why they changed Mars, it? Because yeah. originally it was going to be titled John Carter from Mars. The story behind why they changed it is pretty fucking dumb. Do you guys know? There's I another don't. movie that came out. Yes, there's the movie that came out. 
beforehand that bombed significantly. I think it was Disney. It's called it was, Mars Needs Moms. Moms or Mars like Needs that. Moms. Yeah. And that like, movie bombed so Mars. bad that, you know, Hollywood always has to like interpret probably everything wrong. So they looked at that instead of thinking like the title has moms in it. Like that's probably what scared kids away. <laughs> yeah. No, they're like Mars. We can't have another movie with Mars in it. That's yeah. going to Or maybe like a dozen away. other things they fucked up in their ad campaign or maybe the movie yeah. wasn't as good or there's something a, like there's, that. There's, the there's literally probably like eight you know, a thousand reasons before Mars. They were like, we're not allowed to have Mars in the title of anything. In fact, can we just set it on Venus? Is there anything else we could do? And then the Martian came out and they were like, we need Mars in all of our titles yeah. from now on. The other problem too is like, in if you've ever seen that movie or know that story, he goes to Mars and there's Martians and stuff. There's a whole race of aliens, but they call, they don't call their planet Mars. They call it like Barzoom, I think. Which is also a bad name. You know, it's yeah, like you can't call bad. it John Carter of Barsoom. Yeah, John Carter of Barsoom is actually a worse name than John Carter. <laughs> also, <laughs> they're trying to turn him into a star. What's the guy's name? Um, so bad. He wasn't working. And yeah, the, I, I thought those creatures, I didn't enough. see the movie. The creatures what is that guy's name, though? I know, really, I'll look it up. Really I just watched uh, the Waco show, and he's, he's he plays. He's good uh, in that. You believe me, he's actually, well, he was in the True Detective, uh, the shitty season two, right? I yeah. didn't watch these. Yeah, he's in and, and he was. Actually, oh, that guy. Yeah, and he was actually. <laughs> oh, that guy who I still Kitch. can't name. Taylor, even I'm looking yeah, at Taylor his Kitch. name. Taylor Kitsch. Taylor Kitsch. And Jesus. you know what? He was good in. He was good in True Detective season two, and so was yeah. Rachel McAdams. That, he's that's good. He Rachel was good in Friday Night Lights. That, that show breakout. But yeah. but they were both good in it, and I feel like he just has like he's just not finding the right. He's one of these guys who. Someday, like when he's fifty, he's gonna win an Oscar for something, and everyone's gonna be like, "What a redemption story!" And he'll be like, "Yeah, I've he was always around. pretty good. Yeah. He's just been in the wrong shit, you know." Like, he's yeah. just like box office poison. He's like, uh, he's a he's a boring guy. He they need to yeah. like he's like just average white dude, kind of average handsome white dude. They gotta. They, he's got they, some interesting look too. Yeah, him, you know? yeah, he's not like totally boring. Well, it's funny because like I, I didn't watch all of Waco, but I watched enough to think what I saw from his performance was good, and that's because. He's he's playing a character and he's he almost feels like a character actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, instead of playing he, yeah, he's, like his usual boring white generic hero man guy, like the Brad Pitt curse of like he's a yeah. character actor in a handsome man's body, and he's just got to figure out how to reconcile those things. But I feel like he's due for like some popularity at some point because he's a talented actor who just he's ha- capable, just can't be a star. You know, like he's just not a star. What were we doing? Evil Dead Rise. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes the stuff he's in is a little too kitschy, though. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Sorry. I Taylor Kitschy? Yeah, Taylor Kitschy. You really Taylor made that joke. Yeah. <laughs> had to do it. Uh, um, what were we been, talking about? Have we been like we talking some... for long enough? This is almost like a bonus episode. Yeah. <laughs> this episode, for a good, like, at least 20 minutes now has had nothing to do with the Evil Dead Rise whatsoever. <laughs> I think it's been longer. Than that. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't it feel like there isn't that much to talk about? It was like, oh, yeah, it was pretty good. It delivered. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Congrats, yeah, I'm just you know. waiting to give my summary at the end. I can't think of anything else that would be really interesting to, to say I, about this, aside from the fact that it was, you know. I'm trying to think of the music. The music did not strike a chord with me. No pun intended. Yeah. Oh, I did yeah, like yeah. the when he's do, when we established that the kid is a DJ. Like whatever he's playing during that part, that that was kind of cool. But that's it. Really popped off for you. Yeah, I was like, I was ready to party. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to the the sister, the main girl, like being in like an army of darkness. Like sequel to this. Well, I read something, and they they said the director has four ideas that this could go for a sequel. So yeah. the question to you guys is like, which one is the most compelling? And it's follow the sister and the little girl and see where they go. Yeah. Uh, finish the cabin in the woods story and see how that goes. No, I feel like that's boo, already done. Boo! No. 
um, do a, a prequel and show like the bank vault stuff, like how the book got there and like the kind of the origins of the book. Okay, yeah. if it has a time traveling Ash Williams uh, as one of the uh, you could characters, you could definitely work some of that prequel content into like whatever story you're gonna choose. Mm. I mean, yeah, like, you could do both. Yeah, and I forget what the fourth thing is. Uh, Obviously, not a great memorable idea. Yeah. I don't know about following the sister. I kind of like them having a self-contained story, but I would, I wouldn't mind. I thought it was interesting to have the Mia from Evil Dead remake meet up with Ash and fight Deadites together and like combine that too. So I think like a little crossover with one of the pre-existing things might be a Is cool idea. Is there a world in where we could see a sequel that would combine all three? Like we'd get the Mia character from the reboot these guys who mm. survived this movie and Ash somehow right. together in a what would be the tone of that time movie? traveling crazy like, comedy? I feel like everybody's doing that now, and I yeah. feel like it's a multiverse. It, I, do we really even need to see these? These I, I didn't see the reboot, but like these other new characters, like do we even need to see the sister? Like no, but the best part of the the requel was the lead actress that survives it. I thought you know I didn't see so. it, so I don't know. But like right, the new Flash movie is like parallel universe, you know, like. The Spider-Man yeah. movie had like three Spider-Mans. Like, I mean, my vote would be scrap everything about this and tell a whole new story that just takes place in a different place, different time, different. And just kind of do the yeah, same. Yeah, someone finds the book. But yeah. just they mentioned this one that there's three. Di- there were three different Necronomicons, so there could be another one out there somewhere. And you know, I, I mean, I would say make another good movie that's a standalone, and then maybe start crossing stuff over. You know, as long as Bruce Campbell's still alive. Do you guys yeah. ever hear the Voynich manuscript? The what? The Voynich manuscript? Yeah, it's like all gibberish. Nobody can ever translate it. Yeah. Well, it's probably not gibberish to somebody who wrote it. Yeah, but nope. But all the greatest cryptographers in the world have never made heads nor tail of any What are of we it, talking so. about? I, I don't remember. For some reason, it reminded me of it, but I, I think it's supposed to... They found it 600 years ago, but it's even way older than that. Yeah, so it's like an ancient text... With like the you know like the drawings of like lions and shit in the margins, and then okay. it's like all this writing, but the writing is like an alphabet that nobody recognizes, writing words that nobody can translate, and like all these people who are great at like finding translations and you know Rosetta stones and other languages and other languages that come from languages and piecing together what this could be can't translate even like a sentence of this book. And or this manuscript and that stuff blows me away because okay. like I know that like the CIA has like coder people like cryptographers or yeah. whatever they're called whose sole job it is to is to like be really good at that shit yeah and then like uh, the Zodiac killers like uh, his like you know yeah puzzles that he left for people like go unanswered and then all of a sudden like a year ago they're like oh some grandma like figured it out right. you know it's like what the fuck so. <laughs> There are people who can do it, you know, especially so, because there's like all language comes from somewhere. So it's like there's certain phonemes and there's certain well, characters well, that they, they, they think that it, it's very it's related to Hebrew. They, they think that much. It's not like it's not but that hasn't gotten them any closer to figuring out. They can't know. They haven't also, translated it. But also, they, I think it, it, it comes think from that. In that case, I think they suspect that it was intentionally like it's not like a new language that nobody's ever known or whatever. It's it was intentional. Somebody intentionally like wrote something in their own invented thing, but they do think that it's There's like, it's, another book it's got like enough that. structure well, that it, that it, it's, you know, it, it, it has. So 
not total gibberish. It could be code. Right. It yeah. could be code. Yeah, exactly. They think that it's code. They think that it's an encoded version of an existing language, but there's enough structure that's recognizable that they feel like it must mean something. Right. But it, but you know, nobody's ever. How many been able pages to... is it? It's like a. It's a big book. Yeah. It's like a like somebody put a lot of time and effort into it a long time ago when it would take a lot of time and effort to put something like that together. Yeah. And they just don't know who did it, what any of it means. Did they it looks find like it in a vault underneath. <laughs> yeah, it came from. And it's a fun mystery. Yeah. yeah. You could look it up on YouTube. It may be a Necronomicon. Wikipedia. It may be the Evil Dead sequel. Well, material. what, what it, it, this is probably not it, but because there's a lot of drawings of like different kinds of like herbs and like plants, mm-hmm. like some people speculate for fun mostly. That's like a spell. Yeah. Or an alchemist's cookbook. Yes, there you go. That's probably a better description. Hmm. You read the Wikipedia page more recently than I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, stuff like that do- is fascinating. Like, there's um, you guys all watch Game of Thrones, right? Do you remember what is the Game of what? <laughs> do you remember the episode where they have that like green liquid that's really flammable, and they use it and they like destroy all the ships? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's based on a real thing that I think the Greek army used to have, like oh. you know, back in thousand years ago. Uh, Napalm? It's ba- it's <laughs> yeah. called something. I'm blanking on the name, but it's like uh, it's a it's a mixture of something that the 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 recipe of like how to create it has been lost to time, and uh-huh. like no one knows how to how to make it anymore. Yeah. There's there's been several of those. This is a really fascinating thing to read about. I can't remember some of the more interesting ones that I've read off the top of my head, but I know there's one for like some sort of flammable substance that like it's usually the Greek Greeks the Romans. It's yeah, it's, it's called Greek it's one fire. Of those. Yeah. There's Greek fire, yeah, yeah, that's yeah Greek it. fire is, and, and and then another one. There was some sort of um, thing that they used to eat. Pre- I'm pretty sure from to prevent getting pregnant, they, they had some sort of mm. mixture that they could eat to basically, you know, to prevent pregnancy, so they could have more sex. And again, we don't know what that is. It's been written about, and like some, you know, and people claim from that era that it existed. Mm. And so the question is, is like, did it exist? And if so, how yeah. did it get lost? And why can't we rediscover it? <laughs> yeah. Weird. Same Very thing with weird. the or maybe they're just all liars. I, there could be a lot of liars. They also thought Asian there was world. like dragons and shit, and they'd talk about, you know, the fallen rowing off the end of the earth and things. I, I don't know if ancient Rome believed in dragons, but I, I, I think it's... a lot of wacky shit. They, they did, you know, you know, they did believe in stuff, but like, would they write about this like all over you know, in books and in culture to just like, let's just leave Maybe, this one made let's up. Let's just like, fuck with people in the future. Let's tell them we had all this shit that we didn't have. Yeah, I got a, a, a cell phone in ancient Greece. I got a binoculars. <laughs> it's <laughs> fun gonna, to think about all the things that are mind. lost in time. What's, I feel like you would know, Harris, what is that like, that, like it's called the the most ancient computer, the oldest computer that ever found. And it was like, I want to say found in the ocean. And it's like some sort of like device that can like. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Uh, yeah, like they don't know what it does, but they. It has something to do with like, but it can it can like determine astronomical things. Yeah, it's and like, like a, it almost looks like a complex, complex like steampunk type of thing. Some, it, yeah, 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 it's like it's yeah, got yeah. mathematical and astronomical components, and and it's referred to as the oldest computer. That I don't know why, because obviously it's not digital, mm-hmm. but there's some sort of well, it's computing, computing something. Yeah. 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 Well, and there's the, then there's the stuff that's kind of been revealed. Like there was that um um the like one of the oldest automatons was this uh, chess playing Turk that used to be able to beat chess masters, but it was just like this automaton robot. 
um, and nobody could ever figure out how it was made. And then later somebody found a, like a diagram and it was just a very small man would crawl inside and, and work the automaton from inside. But, you know, they, because this was in an era where people were creating these like automatons as like party tricks. Right. What okay. era? So the thing you're talking about is called the Antikythera mechanism. It's believed that's, to be the world's oldest computer. Name. The Bad mechanism name for a movie. That's like the X versus Sever of early <laughs> computers. <laughs> the mechanism has been described as an astronomical calculator as well as the world's first analog computer. It is made of bronze and includes dozens of gears. Gears. Yep. Gears. Uh, show that a picture. Anti Antikythera mechanism. I'm yeah. not mad, but thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's not that interesting to look at. I yeah. <laughs> it's not. Like, how would anyone discover that and be it like, it just looks like a, a gear from this picture? Uh, the person who discovered it makes all these claims that, like, the scientists were like, well, Can we see like, it? He's I like, no. Not, yeah, no. This is like what it <laughs> looked like. When it was not. <laughs> oh, that's cool. But they don't know what culture it's from and all that stuff, right? You know, they they the stabilized Atlanteans. that video of Bigfoot, the uh -huh. famous video. It's not really Bigfoot. But they, yeah. they, they stabilized it with modern technology, and it's, like, much more clearly a person in a suit. Oh, <laughs> no, that's disappointing. Yeah. And it's and the other thing is it's, like, not even, like, a Bigfoot suit. It's just, like, a suit and tie. A suit is stabilized. It's just, like, a guy in a three-piece guy. <laughs> He's, like, really if, hairy. If it, if, it, if it means anything, when I watched it stabilized, I thought, oh, it still looks okay. But everybody else was, like, this is... Even worse. It's clearly what everyone's like. <laughs> wait, I wait, liked wait. it. I like everyone it. else was everyone else like up until now thinking that that was actually no. I think it's been. I think it's been. I think he, not only has it been debunked for the most part, but I think the, the people who made it eventually admitted that. Yeah, people are very disillusioned yeah. by something that was never real and never really seemed that. Real. I think for a long time they did. That was considered the best. Like piece of and, I'm talking yeah. like 30 years. And when that's considered the best, it should tell you. What the whole? Oh no no no! You know. I'm not saying I believe no, in no, Bigfoot I, no, because I'm of not that video. You of believing in I want Bigfoot. you to but a say lot that you people, believe in Bigfoot. I want to believe in Bigfoot, but I, I don't want think it exists because there's no poo. There's no dead Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah, it's the there's feces. No, there's, yeah. there's no there's signs. No, there's of, no footprints except for footprints that people were like, "Yeah, I made." Well, that. They disintegrate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah I, the only reason I believe in Bigfoot at all is because he was in the Six Million Dollar Man in that one episode, which was great. But and also, I had a Bigfoot living in my house for a little while. They based a movie on my experience called Harry. Oh, the Anderson. Yeah, yeah. There's a show on Netflix. It's Harry and the Parcelos originally. Yeah. yeah, they had to change the name. There's, you know, there's a show on Netflix that's, that's hosted by the worst by title, really. If if I being honest, Harry and the Hendersons was not, much worse than Harry and the Parcelos. Uh, it's actually a sweet movie, but yeah, not a great title. The, Paulie there, and the Parcelos was the original. <laughs> there's a show on Netflix Peter that's like an unsolved mysteries kind of like uh, show, but it's hosted by William Shatner. It's nice. like new and he's like 93 or something but it's awesome um and they it's like each episode is about like one's like cryptids one is like ufos one is like whatever and uh we watched one and it was all about these like cryptids like creepy monsters that come from different cultures or whatever and they go on and on about the uh the uh El Chupacabra. Yeah, yeah. El Chupacabra. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. It's pretty wild, but like, I just love the people they interview. They get to like a crazy old lady who's like half blind and she's like, ah, the Chupacabra is like, <laughs> yeah. it's in yeah. my yard and eat my blood chickens. Out of my cattle. Yeah, it, <laughs> sucks, it sucks all the blood out of its prey. Yeah, the chicken. Leaves the husk. Yep. yep. It's like a vampire <laughs> fox. That basically. one is also probably not real, but there's like more, a little bit more proof for that one because there's been like, real incidents of like something sucking the blood out of farm animals and they didn't like catch the thing that did it. 
Yeah, yeah. it's pretty creepy if it's true, you know, unless it's like a hoax, like these people are just creepy like creepy if true, draining the yeah, blood out of their, sucking the blood out of their own farm animals, and they feel bad about it. And they're like, or oh, what, what am I going to tell my circles? What am I going to tell my wife? I sucked another cow dry. <laughs> 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 what am I going to tell my wife? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something Harris would have to say. What about crop circles? Like crop circles are so cool, and like if I that's think those real, were priv- proven to be like. It's a hoax. Yeah, yeah. All hoax. over the world, people are yeah, making people these People are making these things. They're just yeah. really good at figuring out how to how to make these things. Well, there's well, actually there's an easy technique to make the crop circles, which that was the thing. It was like, how could people on the ground make such symmetrical circles? But then somebody was like, yeah, it's actually pretty easy, and, and you know, we'll debunk it and make the like ones that look exactly and how could they press down there's all these things that people will say like how could they make symmetrical circles on that scale and how could they press down the grass so evenly without breaking it and all these things and then people will just go out and get like a big and, and just do flat it. rake and a rope and, and do that and be like it's like this this is how you do it you can do it in like an hour or in the middle guys, of the night do you guys remember when fox in the 90s was awesome and they had that like alien autopsy yeah that was such a big deal when that yeah. first one I came don't out remember that. They made like a show of it, like watch the it. Grainy live, footage the of alien. a guy dissecting a paper mache alien. Yeah, we discovered this. It's footage from 1947 or whatever. It's wow. like you know from Area 51. That sounds like if you go to Roswell, you have to pay like 50 bucks to see that. Yeah, and it was debunked um, because like apparently in the background there's a phone that's on the wall and it has like uh, one of those old like twisty cords. If you don't like my autopsy, call one eight hundred. <laughs> and apparently the twisty cord phone cord uh-huh. wasn't invented oh, yeah. until like 1985 yeah. or something. Also, if you look closely at the inside of the alien, you could see that all the paper mache was actually just old New York posts. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is the alien's internal skin? Why do I see a picture of Bat Boy? Bat Boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was that one? Uh, is it National Enquirer? Is that yeah. One? yeah, that's yeah. Bat Boy. Oh, man, that's that one. Boy. I, I, love, I had a phase where I like always bought the Enquirer every time I went to the grocery that store. That explains a lot, Colin. <laughs> yeah, this makes perfect sense. <laughs> this was like when you, I was you, young, You by are the way. what I imagined a boy who was raised on the National Enquirer would grow up to be. <laughs> and also the National Enquirer's tar- target audience. You're also <laughs> what I imagined Bat Boy would grow up to be. Uncanny <laughs> resemblance. I know who's yeah. sucking the blood of those chickens. Uh, you know, they say... <laughs> They say spread your wings and fly, but I didn't feel free until I lost mine. Because I was Bat Boy. <laughs> oh, God. Um, sense. We should end this show. We should end this yeah. show. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, you know, last thing I want to say is like, the I, I'm really glad that we did this franchise because unlike other franchises, this one's really fucking all over the place, yet cohesive in some way. You know, it's in like... a weird, weird way. They, they've got enough connective tissue between it's them. It's like... This, for all intents and purposes, this franchise should be shit by now. But yeah. they just keep making good movies. Like yeah. they've they've got a different formula every time, but it's it's always good. Yeah, we didn't even talk about the TV show, which I think is right up there with Evil Dead Two and Army of Darkness in terms of that that specific kind of tone of goofiness. Maybe we'll cover that in a bonus uh, yeah. episode one day. The it's, entire it's, a, show. it's a lot of show. They had a. They, it was like a three season run, I think. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I think this is. Uh, this was a good entry into the evil. De- I mean, especially after the kind of letdown of the requel, which was kind of generic, and I think we all gave it sixes or worse or something. I'm not sure. We, Let's, I think yeah. we all gave it fives actually, and a Sabrina mm-hmm. gave it a three, which I think was charitable in her, her part. But um, I, I really like this one. You're right. Well. Like I said, it would have been good if it was. It, I would have liked it if they had a little more comedy involved. But I loved the gore. I loved all the practical gore. 
I really liked the call the minor callbacks they did to the other films in the franchise without actually like being beholden to those. And like I said, the cast was was phenomenal. I thought this. I I hope I see these actors and other stuff. Um, so I'm gonna give this a very solid seven. Timothy Dolphins. Oh, very enjoyable. Recommend. Oh, another thing that we didn't mention. This was originally slated to be an HBO Max debut. It was supposed to not get a theatrical release. And then the test audiences enjoyed it so much, which I kind of was surprised by. Like, we all liked it, but I was surprised test audiences liked it so much. They were like, yeah, let's get this in theaters. We're getting a lot of this lately because we're coming out of the pandemic era where everything was just going to go streaming. So it's not as shocking as it sounds, I guess. But, like, there are three movies I could think of in recent history that have had this phenomenon happen. It's uh, this movie... Smile. Have you guys seen that? Yes. Yeah. That was was supposed to be straight to uh, streaming and people loved it. And then Air, the Michael Jordan. um, Oh, I didn't know it was supposed to be straight. But uh, yeah, that's gotten great. Everyone who's seen it, I know, really enjoyed it. And yeah, that wasn't supposed to get a theatrical run either. Yeah. Yeah. Really interesting. Um, I heard Air is good. I don't know if it takes your breath away, but. For that, you have to review this movie. (laughs) So this movie, you know, I, I had a good time. I I would have had a better time if I wasn't, like, seated next to someone who fell asleep during the movie. That always kills the vibe. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I was, I was terribly offended by the treatment of pizza in the film. Like, I really was. But, but fortunately, the treatment of children made up for it. <laughs> so they killed plenty of kids. Um, no, I, I mean, killing kids is bad, too. But, but they did it with such like, like uh, they killed kids with yeah. grace, if you can. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, the one that didn't get killed gracefully was one that you slept through when the youngest brother out in the hallway gets like thrown into like the corner of a wall and just like Collapses. crumples uh, into like a little, you know. Yeah. 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 I really need like to see every it bone again. in his little body was broken. God it was brutal. Damn. How old were those kids? They were like teenagers. They were like, they were like teenagers. It was like yeah. two was like ten or something. The youngest like, kid lives. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they, they can't go that. They far. didn't kill anybody under ten. But I, like, I don't think. everyone don't, hates teenagers. But like, don't disrespect pizza as a food. Like, yeah. in for in front of an audience, it's just whatever. Um, but that wasn't enough to um, make it a zero. It it almost was. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I was thinking somewhere in like the six seven range. I'll do like a 6.5, I think. Wow. Timothy Dolphins. Um, Alex, our lovely guest. Why Why is it t- Timothy Dolphins? Why are they? Timothy Dolphins. Timothy Dolphins. And you've done the show twice, <laughs> which means that you've already been, expl- this has been explained to you multiple times. I, I feel like it either wasn't or I didn't care enough to listen the first two times, but this time. I don't trust you this time. You're just going to have to go with it. I, it's I, a, I can it's, tell you're not caring about listening to it. It's a zero to ten scale. That's what right. you need to know. Yeah. How many Timothy Dolphins we'll would you We'll tell you at the, off mic. I, I think that uh, it delivered well for what it was trying to do, and so I'm going to probably give it, I was going to give it an eight. Nice. An eight what? Well, see, uh, I, I haven't rated as many movies so i don't know like what your guys is you know. it doesn't mean anything okay good eight's a pretty uh, good uh, eight timothy dolphins eight's, eight's positive i was wavering between a seven and an eight myself and colin you gave it what a 6.5 yeah okay it's kind of harsh uh yeah that is pretty harsh 
especially for Colin, who usually doesn't go under seven. Yeah. It's like everything's between a seven and a nine. He really only gives out those three scores. <laughs> it's true. I, I give that other one a five or whatever, right? Yeah, you did. Um, I Even though I fell asleep for a part of it, I was upset with myself because I was enjoying it, and I just, I'm a, a parent and an old man, and I can't help it, but the witching hour for me is, like, between, like, 8.30 and 10 o'clock. If I, like, sit down in that time, I will fall asleep. Um, <laughs> it's a miracle he makes it through all the podcasts. It's true. Uh, yeah, this is the sleepiest time. Um, I really enjoyed this movie, and, like, I know I enjoyed it because I'm thinking about it after I've seen it, you know? And, uh, yeah, I, I, I guess I just like stuff that, that do what they do well. And it's like, uh, like I said earlier, it's like a kind of a showpiece for all the effects that they can do. And like, it was original enough that it, 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 you know, had my attention and, uh, I I just loved all the homages and, and everything. I liked the way it looked. I liked the actors. I have to say, I'm right there with you, Alex. I think I have to give this eight Timothy dolphins. I think so. Once again, Harris nails it. (laughs) Colin and I like to pick like the weird shit and Harris is just like I keep I on picking pick good gold. stuff yeah. <laughs> I want to watch good movies that's, that's my big fault whatever my flaw Alex Parza thank you for coming out you're becoming uh, quite the ringer uh, we're, hopefully we'll we'll have you back soon I'm sure we will <laughs> we'll thanks for being the only we'll person see. I know who is like at a moment's notice was able to see a movie like on opening night and then be able to record the podcast just a few days later. Thanks for the insult. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being the least busy person that I know. <laughs> There's not many people who like would jump to go see an evil dead movie, right? Like, I don't know that he jumped. I mean, it didn't he, take I much skipped. coercing. <laughs> Uh, I feel like most people I would say, no, I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah. Well, most people have terrible, terrible taste. Yeah, Wait, isn't it sachet, not chassis? Uh, I just said it wrong. Oh. <laughs> Way to call it out, dick. My bad. Shut up, Colin. <laughs> All the stupid things you say, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. Up next, we have our uh, Evil Dead wrap-up show. Um, and then... We'll head on over to Naked Gun territory and get silly with it. Yeah, let's get naked. Um, thanks to uh, our guest, Alex Parslow, and thanks to Chris Morocco for making this song that you're hearing now. And uh, thanks to uh, thanks to the evil, you know, for just <laughs> continuing to, to be rise. evil and to <laughs> rise. Yeah, throughout five different movies, uh, all different, but all evil, you know, just there. Uh, yeah, who else we got to thank? Thanks to Colin, Colin's haircut. It's killing it. Thanks to our listeners. Thanks yes. to our listeners. You stuck it out this far. It's like uh, two hours? Hit two hours, exactly, oh guys. Oh, God. This is a two-hour show. Incredible. All right. Don't well, forget to clean your ears so I'm you can keep using Go see Evil Dead Rise in theaters now and listen to our Patreon <laughs> at patreon.com slash L2W. Uh, that's it. Have a good night, everyone, and we'll see you at the recap episode. Yeah. Yeah. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.